Thank you. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. And then always support all the shows on the Disease Network, including You're Gonna Get a Disease. Starring Adam and... Exactly. What? You're going to get a disease. I don't know. Those are guys. With Luke and Nick. Like I said. Adam this episode and... of Something Gate brought to you by Gentleman Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know what should happen. And 312. <laughs> Soon to be 911. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my fault. I fucked that up hard. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Let's try this Let's try again. Uh, Hold on, let's be quiet for a minute so I can see when I go to edit this, what I'm not going to do. Let me just give it a minute. No, we're not. It's the weekend. <laughs> right, we're not going to go to bed. No. But normally we're like, hey, bedtime, lights out. And that's, like, why Nick hey. a, and that's why Nick Kroll is a better <laughs> father than I am because he tells his daughter to go to bed. Yeah, but you know we're gonna end up being those parents that are like really cool in they high school. They don't really know any better though. But we're gonna be like shitty parents that like they're gonna go to college and be like, oh, but you guys were better. You always let me do everything, and now I'm a drug addict. That'll be your their grandfather's fault. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, nothing. I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but Grandpa will think it's funny to get our high schooler son stoned. No, he won't. No, he won't. No, he never did that with me. Never. Son, grandson. Yeah. No, it's not true. After I was twenty, yeah, after I was twenty-one, after I was twenty-one, he did, but not before that. Your dad opened champagne when you lost your <clears> card. <throat> yeah, but that's different than no. Yeah. Yeah. But that's different. That's different than you told your dad about that. Oh yeah. Me and my dad are pretty tight. We have we have a good relationship. And you were a good boy. You wrapped it up because you knew Absolutely. you'd be fucking murdered if you didn't. <laughs> I don't want to be coming home at 16, 17 going, uh, well, I get this chick pregnant. <laughs> you know, it's like... Mm. I'm kind of afraid that's what my son's going to do. <laughs> well, talk to him young. Mm-hmm. He's only five. Yep. Um, hello. Yep. He is half Mexican. We are back <laughs> oh, we've been with recording. something gay. Is anybody recording? Yeah, I am right now. He's been recording ever since he said Nick Kroll was a good dad. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oops. Better edit that. Uh, <laughs> no. Thank you both very much for the intro to this episode. Where's the mic at? <laughs> it's on the bottom. It's, it's a phone, dude. This phone? Yeah. Oh, I've heard you told you that in confidence. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Shit happens. I'm uh, one of you. I'm your sidekick host, Jared Sampson. And my... I'm tipping it back. Hold on. Yep. Uh, uh, wait for it. Right on the balls. And I'm Stephen Michael Bart. We are joined today by the ever-beautiful, ever-present, ever-adorable... My dear, I'm wondering where you're going. I'm eating so much cheese right now. <laughs> That's like a sub theme of our shows lately is all the food. Jeez. The food network. There's nothing wrong with that. Dude. I like food. Food works. I'm eating a pepperoni and mozzarella grilled cheese, dipping in balsamic uh, vinaigrette here. Balsamic glaze. All right, whatever. It's fucking. Yeah. 
It's delicious. Thank you, Mama Claire, for your uh, food food description for the evening. Hey, I'm just happy. <laughs> and we are joined by an amazing guest we haven't recorded with in over a year. We've seen less than a year ago, but have not recorded with in over a year. Mr. Rodney Arzadon-Senio. What's happening, everybody? So, what's up, man? What's been happening? What's new? What's what's fresh in your life, brother? Uh, I've been living in a closed loop, yeah? so to speak, as of late. Get up. I finally saw Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, um, like, like just recently. Yeah, like two weeks like, ago. I saw it dude, today. Dude, dude, oh my god! I like, I know you said, I know you said the Black Panther thing, but like, I didn't realize that Thor Ragnarok was that soon for you. Yeah, no, I've been dodging with, I've been giving Sandra like the guilt trip. Like, I still haven't seen Thor. <laughs> like, you know, it came down to like, okay, let's go to the Bruin View, the theater that you know shows movie for five bucks, and you know, two months late. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I never got around to it. I finally... Digital copy came out, and I'm like, I'm not waiting for the Blu-ray. I'm getting the digital copy. Like, I need to see this. And nice. Yeah, it, it might be in my top five. Really? That's yeah. excellent. I very much enjoyed it. Like, a lot... I heard a lot of people, like, oh, it's too talky. It kind of goes... Like, the joke's kind of drone on, but, like, that's right up my alley. I love, yeah. like, Kevin Smith-style movies, like, more dialogue. Yes. And, like, By the way, fuck you, Dave Merkel. When you're dealing with a character <laughs> like Hulk and, and Thor... <laughs> Is the cat making you mad? Yes. Sorry. You know, that, interrupt you. that serious level can only get you so far. I mean, like, like I love, I, I do love the Ang Lee, you know, the Hulk movie, even no, though it's kind of like no, it's people. Uh, I know, that's one, of, that's, his, that's one of his only downfalls, okay? okay. I mean, I, I like bad movies. You know, Me I, too. I, I don't see eye to eye with a lot of people on movies. It's kind of like video games. Like, I like bad video games. I, I enjoyed Iron Man 3. I like, enjoyed Iron Man 3 as well. I, I, Kingsley made it work it, worth it. I mean, other than the dancing part, part, like, I'll watch Spider-Man 3. Oh, God! It's not my favorite, but uh, I'll watch it. Um, so I like to rewatch movies. And I'm obviously currently on a Thor kick. But yeah, you think... Okay. Hold on, wait, wait. You know how I know it's sustainable? I haven't found a spot I feel like I need to fast forward through. That's true. That's that movie huge. does have that. You're That's accurate. Um... Uh, I love the way everybody talks in it, mm-hmm. which is lovely. But it, it is funny. It's quippy. It's got so many good, like, p- parts to it. Um, it's as good listening to it. Like, I'm still enjoying it listening to it rather than even not watching it. I think it's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the sci-fi favorites. aspect of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I, I really liked how it was very Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. I just, you know, I finally turned your podcast because... Like, I was, okay, I'm not listening to it till I watch Thor. Right. So then, yeah, I went back to uh, the uh, the Max Road, Fury Road 2. <laughs> and, uh, Fury Road Fury Road 3 coming in April when we go see Rampage with Jeremy. At, oh, like God. Oh, you're still going to make me do that, aren't yes, you? Like the movie with Ben Affleck and uh, monsters and flying oh, yeah, werewolves. It's, it's not Ben Affleck, it's the rock Matt Damon. The rock. Well, it's all Jeremy D.B. Yeah, yes. See, you're always one joke ahead of me. Like, I, I, I found that, like, listening to you or, like, at least interacting with you, I'm like, oh, he said something funny. That's pretty funny. And I'm like, yeah, but not that. And then, then, I, then I catch what you said. Yeah, more of the drive home funny. It's like, oh, I know. Yeah. But I, but I comment, like, three seconds before I catch it. So, like, I tried to, like, join in on the conversation. Like, hi, oh, oh, crap, I missed it. I really love the style of it because it's not just, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like it's like Flash Gordon-y. You know what I'm saying? Very like, 80s. It's yeah. like, it's just like, where like, you've got, Guardians of the Galaxy is more like pop, kind of like, relaxed pop. 
like this is more like like that twangy metallic. Um, it's heavy metal, it's, right? It's, 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 it's but it's the, as it's going towards that techno side yeah, of it. I just love that because I feel like too like. It's even, the night begins to shine. It totally it's could the night be. begins to shine, and even like Sakar, yeah, all of the lines and the color. It's just like I think it's a really cool. Yeah, it's a different place, and they really made it feel different. And I, even though it has Guardian Galaxy esque, it doesn't feel like it's right in the middle of where they are. It feels like this is a different. To place. me, to me, it feels like it's Thor and Hulk star in Bad Boys. Yeah, totally. Which, which I'm completely on board with. Like, I have no problem because I, I love that movie. I have does, no problem. Does with that. this kind of fill the, the like? Because you were you're a Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk fan, correct? Yes. Does this kind of fill the Planet Hulk role a little bit for you? Do you feel I like... scratched the itch? Scr- yes, sure. that's where I was going. Like, like <clears throat> I know you can't do everything that a comic book does. I know you can't touch on every storyline no. that it has. But I'd like you know I like the what I feel like I'm getting from the Marvel universe, at least in the in the movies right now, is that they're going, oh hey. We know you guys watched this or read this, so here, here's a little something for you. You know, oh here, you, you like that? Here's a little something for you. You know what? I, I, I don't need the whole thing to be like like with old like with Logan, the movie Logan. It didn't need to be old man Logan for me. They had an old Logan in a movie and doing something to t- kind of bring that into the new age. I appreciated that. It's like okay, well, there's aspects. You know, the, the feel of this is very similar to the feel of old man Logan. So like we're with the with the Thor movie. Thor Ragnarok, as that ties to Planet Hulk, I, I felt like I was like, okay, well, I'm going to scratch that itch. Here you go. I, I, yeah. felt, I felt good about that. Ron, can I give you something to go with me on the journey? Sorry. Okay. Um, if you look, Marvel has continued to give the people what they want. And look mm-hmm. at the evolution of the series, and Thor in particular, but also the other ones. Okay, think like first like series. You have Iron Man. The best thing about Iron Man is, uh, you know, Tony Stark's like quit with, you know, like his... his He's got a very specific brand, mm-hmm. right? So that worked out well. So they kind of continued it. So, like, if you look at the first Thor, they've got Loki in there for that little bit of quip. Robert Downey Jr., right? right? Well, that works really, really well, and they keep moving up. And so those little quips start coming more. So then you get Loki and you get Iron Man quippy. And then in the next Thor, it gets there's a couple little spots. You've got Darcy. You know, it's getting a little bit more bigger, kind of like the Marvel's getting bigger. And then oh, you, the bring out Car- Guardians of the <laughs> you bring out Guardians of the Galaxy. You bring out Guardians of the Galaxy and every. Oh, I like how smart she is. Yeah, yeah. huge tracts of land. Yes. Um, God damn you all! But then you get to um, boobs. Boobs. You get to Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. <laughs> and everyone fucking loves Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's super quippy and it's super funny. Way more comedy than anything else. Still got some serious notes. You have that. Think about how much comedy was in... Um, I want to be the green paint assistant on that movie. Right, for sure. The, um, like, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man... Bautista, right? Like, paint him up? He's blue. Oh, With enough. red tattoos. Yeah. But are you following me? Like, all of the newer movies really do have a lot more comedy. They've got oh, more Rachel as McAdams. time has gone. Yeah, but Doctor Strange is funny. Ant-Man has, like... It's, and Scrubs. It's definitely well, way more woven throughout the whole thing. Low so that makes nurse. totally sense that, that, yep. that Thor at this had way more than I think we ever would have imagined. Yeah, you know, for sure. The third time around, what really, like... I don't even want to say bugged me, but I don't know if it kind of impressed me or kind of... At the end of the day, you realize that Chris Hemsworth is just talking to the camera. Because mm-hmm. that everything else was CGI, and I don't know if that's impressive or weird, or it's just kind of when I realized it's like, okay, well, Hulk's not really there, so he mm-hmm. just kind of had to act at the air. 
<laughs> well, you know, I watched a couple well, of, like, honest, outtakes. They, they, prob- they probably had uh, Mark Ruffalo in, in a... The CGI rig. They have them in something kind of similar. So there's extras on the thing, and I watch some of them. Um, he does have a thing, or they have like markers. Mm-hmm. But like the scene, like when he like has fire come out of his fingertips at the one spot. It's funny to watch him because they have some outtakes and stuff where like he's doing the action and there's no CGI. And Lightning or fire? The the sparkles. Remember when yeah. he's like stuck to the chair and he's yeah. like, "I'm the god of thunder," and like there's a little, like, he's like, "Oh, yeah. what are those sparkles?" Yeah, but it's funny to watch. Oh, Jeff Goldblum's hilarious. I wanted yeah. to get, I wanted to have one scene with angst, Mark Ruffalo and Jeff Goldblum just kind of playing off each other. I think right. that would have been amazing. But other than that, I don't, I don't really think there's anything in that movie that I was, I wished happened. Right. I, I didn't have I didn't have an issue with that movie. Loved it. At all. Obviously I liked it. Oh and the female lead I didn't even I miss you Jamie Alexander. I do Jamie miss Jamie Alexander. Did you hear my did I do oh. our the, did hey. the theory on the line thingy? Anyways, the podcast. So Sif you don't see Sif die. In the series, Thor winds up married to Sif for a while. I think you purposefully don't see her. She could either come into play now, or she could well, just be in their back pocket should the, they want to the, go down The real way. thing is, apparently, I just read this the oh. other day, is during uh, the filming of Dark World, she fell off of something and, like, shattered part of her spine. Yeah. Like, some of her vertebrae, like, chipped, and she, oh. like, broke her arm or something. And, yeah. Like, she's okay, but I think... Uh, I don't know how long she was out. Asgard Workman's Cup. Yep. Yeah. But I still thought, too, it was a smart move on behalf of the filmmakers to not even have her, because you see that his other guard dies. She's not anywhere, and she doesn't show up. So they could, in theory, yeah, I mean, bring her back yeah. if they wanted to at some point. Whatever TV series she was in, like that, all the tattoos kind of ruined it for me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel that... Um, I'm not familiar. I think Valkyrie brought in that, that what you want Sif to be anyways. No? No. no. Oh, I would have taken Valkyrie over Sif every day. day of the week. Yeah, no. she she's more my wheelhouse. No, you guys, you guys, you guys let that happen, and then that's more Lady Sif for me. Well, yeah. look at it this way: that's the entire population of this table divided in half. So I think Marvel kind of got both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, I mean they they apparently have. If it would have been three of the four, the same one way. She reminded me too much of the chicken X Men who took uh, um. The one who was, like, super quick, and she, like, knew where everybody was or where everybody... She was able to track down Mystique. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. This must have been the third X-Men movie. I yeah. Don't remember. Yeah. Well, she there's was, a storm. I know, the character I know that you're talking... I can see the character... I don't know who the actress you, was. Yeah, I can, like, I can no see the character you're talking My about. My apologies. Yeah. No, but you're right. That, that does fit that style. I'll tell you what nobody is sad about. Natalie Portman being gone. Nope. Nope. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the Marvel gods for being like, yeah, she is terrible, and if we're going to make this a trilogy, she can't be here anymore. Well, that, anymore. Was, that was her own fault, because she really lobbied hard for Patty Jenkins to direct Thor 2, and Jenkins didn't couldn't make the movie she wanted with the script, so she walked away, and Portman got pissed about it. Threw a fit and quit, hmm? and now she's not. That's okay because he's. <laughs> and she storms off the set, and everyone's like, 
Okay, back to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can we can replace you with a sexy lamp. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> no I'll, one will know. I'll take or leave Natalie Portman. She has her moments, but I mean, she's kind of past her prime at this like, point. And, okay, yeah. no, let me let me put it this way. She has no I like I like Natalie Portman. Like I want to see Annihilation. I think she's a good sci-fi actress. She brought nothing to the Thor films. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. And We're like with, Amy, with Amy McAdams Adams brought had a tiny role in, in Doctor Strange, and she brought Rachel. more. Huh? Rachel. Yeah. What did I call her? Amy. Amy. Sorry. You meant Amy Adams. No, no, Amy Adams is terrible. I know, but it's Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, sorry. I think Amy Adams is adorable. So, now that it's been a while, I want to revisit your... the worst uh, thing about Man of Steel. So, let's, yeah, I didn't like her in Superman. In, I like her in Enchanted. In no particular order, since you said that Thor Ragnarok is in your top five. Where is your top five? No particular order. Rodney? Now, I really fell in love with Avengers. Okay. Um, I think Iron Man still, still holding strong there. Okay. Um, I think Civil War is going to be my all-time. Civil War, really? Okay. Yeah, just because I was at a time at Civil War where I was, I was current with everything, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fed right into Civil War, and then after Civil War was over, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just continued Civil War. So for me, that was just an epic moment in time. Wait, no, not Civil War. Winter Soldier. Okay. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That was an epic moment in time for, for Marvel and for me to fall in love with Marvel. Okay. So, yeah, Iron Man, um, Winter Soldier, Avengers, and I have to put Thor up there. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of struggling for who should get fifth. Might come back around to me on that one. Okay. So Maybe Guardians. Okay. Ooh. Oh, there's so many. Yeah, I... I can't really argue. Like fir- firmly in place at number one is Iron Man, and I, I don't see that changing anytime, anytime soon. Like it hit, it hit everything for me. Like I said, it's it's almost perfect. Um, I just I wish I had a better Pepper Potts. Like no, I, I you know I'm totally fine with Gwyneth Paltrow. My my only negative things about. Iron Man is that I hate stupid villains and when they're like make us a missile and he's got a prosthetic leg on that he's testing and they're like that doesn't look like a missile eh, let him do his thing what could possibly go wrong that was my only gripe is stupid villains this missile is my third leg <laughs> he means penis <laughs> so that's one um, Avengers you know brings brings all of phase one together like I still get goosebumps um, in that scene in New York where they finally come together and the camera's panning around. It's the total trailer shot of them coming together. You know, that's, Avenger, I've, that's I've, up there. I've rewatched Avengers recently, and that Pepper Potts scene just makes me more mad that Gwyneth Paltrow was Pepper Potts. Just because she looked kind of like a scumbag in that apartment. Like, hey, put, Pepper Potts should be in a, like a suit and be like secretary hot. She's just like in shorts with no shoes. and Yeah. I completely disagree, but that's okay. That's cool. Um, Are you, no, you're not done yet. You're taking like was, eight years. Sorry. Wow. I guess we have a new interjector on uh-huh. our hands. Sorry. Um, that, those are those are going to be one and two probably probably in perpetuity. But um, civil. Uh, not, see, you started though with the civil war thing. Winter Soldier is definitely in the top five. Um, a great execution of it, amazing fight choreography, uh, great introduction to Falcon, you know, uh, a timely message about, you know, might making right. Um, the twist? Yeah. 
Age of Ultron. Um, great, you know, great Hawkeye movie. Um, <laughs> his his speech to to Scarlet Witch, and I love the uh, the how I should have ended spoof on that. He gives her that speech, and then he's like, "If you walk out that door, you're an Avenger." And Spider Man runs out. He's like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, Five is is a constant rotation between you know Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy and the newest one is always five. No, <laughs> that's you. That's me. Um, you know, uh, you know Thor and Guardians and uh, are are pretty much yeah. rotating in and out of that spot depending on if I want an ensemble movie or not. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Okay. No, not in any particular order for sure. Right. Yeah. Ragnarok. But if I can interject. Yeah, you can. Ragnarok. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm really torn. Sorry. That one for sure. Guardians. Mm-hmm. Do I get to count Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah. Spider-Man that, that, Homecoming? That's my honorable mention. Oh my god, fucking really, love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see the appeal in uh, The Little English Kid. I Yeah. Oh, I love Tom Holland. No, I, I mean, I like him, but... <laughs> Steve Unvanished his shirt. Nice. I, I know Claire mentioned. you dressed for the occasion. You're welcome. I'm torn for my. Claire, next Claire mentioned him in in uh, Vag Dialogues as a you know kind of a sploosh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see it. Like I. Because you don't like young and underage boys. Like no. Yeah. yeah. True. Um, I'm really torn on the last last few, but the last three. Because I really that's... loved Black Panther. Okay. Really did, and I think that one's. Good. I think that's going to be top five. I think it's. I'm I based on. I'm a rewatcher. You know, mm-hmm. those are my top ones. Yep. So that's why, and that's why I'm having a hard time. Because I do really like Captain America. Yep. The first, the yep. first Avenger. Because that one's great. Uh, but I'm also, what's her name? Huh? Oh yeah, Peggy, Peggy Atwell. So I think that's Haley in there. Atwell. Haley Atwell. Yes. God damn it, her name. Peggy Carter. Carter. Yeah. Haley Atwell. Um. Haley Carter. There was no, another Peggy one Atwell. I was thinking of too. Yeah, Natalie Dormer was in that movie. I actually like... Was she the blonde? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Haley Atwell all day. Yeah, she is. There was one Stupid other. But those, those, we'll go with those five. That was five. Love the right? accent. Sure. No, hold on. I just want her to call me naughty. Because I said Guardians, Spider-Man. Thor. Thor. Ragnarok. Black Panther. Black Panther. Cap. Cap. Yep. That's five. Okay. All right. So mine are Avengers is always going to be my number one until the next... See, that's my, like, <laughs> Until Infinity War. Until Infinity War. That's like six. I'm, I'm going to be really But, again, like Steve said, he and I talked about it last time. It's like, just that third act scene was the was the quintessential comic book scene I've always wanted to see on the big screen. And seeing it in person with my family and my kids being excited about it and me being excited about it will always stick with me. They're like, I don't think there's anything that can shake Avengers out of my top. Just because of what it meant to me at the time, like it was huge. See, so Age of Ultron's kind of my sentimental one, just because it's like that was our like when we all got together and yeah. first came over to the candy. Absolutely, castle. absolutely. I was dying that day. <laughs> were you? Yeah, I was sick as a dog. Yep. Remember, I didn't want to call him, and you're like, "Oh, but everybody's coming. We're going to talk about Avengers." And then Nick called in as, as uh, Nick Fury. It was perfect. Yeah. So Avengers, Iron Man, one. Captain America won Guardians and it's see like for me five 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 and honorable mention are Black Panther and Homecoming. Like like I love Spider Man. I'm really excited. I like I loved it. I am really excited to see Venom. I love the fact 
of what Disney's on buying Fox on it has nothing to do with, with Spider-Man because of it being a Sony product, but I'm just excited at the potential of that all coming back under the umbrella at some point. Um, but I thought they... I loved what they did. What They did it how I wanted them to do it. They, like Sony was very like, just, you make it, and we'll just collect our money, and this is where we live. We'll meet you, you at know? the bank. Yeah, thank what you very much. Oh, thank you for a billion-dollar product. Moving on. My Chase out. Quick Pay account is... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you Venmo me my, my portion of that? You know, it was perfect. But Black Panther, I've, like, I've seen oh, it. I want Marissa Tomei to be my aunt. <laughs> I saw Black Panther twice in three days, and we almost went and saw it again tonight. Sorry, sorry, kind of things changed. But I really enjoyed it. I... I'm a sentimental kind of person. Like I tear up at Star Wars. I tear. I like. I tear up at stuff. Pitch perfect. And um, Black Panther. Yeah, you're right. Black Panther just gives you all the feels. Like you, you can really connect with the characters, regardless of being white or black or Asian or Mexican or whatever. I like. I like the characters are relatable to anybody in their position. Like the whole family thing and and community like it's it's not just oh this is an african community because they don't because wakanda in the movie kind of separates themselves from africa from the rest of africa and develops their own little their own nation their own culture that's still reminiscent of what africa is but it's still their own culture so i think they do a good job of 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 showing that silo of, hey, we've kind of cut ourselves off, so you can really, it's an easy connect for anybody of any... I think I made a great point at lunch today, so I'm going to bring it back up, is we were talking about DC having shitty movies, mm-hmm. and that Wonder Woman was the best one, for sure, and Steve had Disagree. made... Disagree. Okay. Anyway, Steve had made mention that... Wait, was um, Justice League? Of the newer Green ones? Lantern. No, of, uh, no, no, no. I'm talking of the new ones, like... Ones that have, you know, Henry Cable as yeah, Superman. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> God damn it. Steven said something about, like, oh, Wonder Woman's going to have this special place for all these girls. And I said, you know what? Having a daughter that's in this age watching movies right now, she didn't ask to rewatch Wonder Woman. But I think she would relate more to the women in Black Panther just because of their presence, their power. How, in- like, like, the Amazons were cool, but it's, it's literally Wonder Woman and she's a goddess. This is like the women in this are badasses because they're fucking badasses. Yeah, they don't have a special power. They don't have a special anything. They're just badass. And they also, I like the whole queen queen mother thing. Yeah, because obviously his dad is dead. We know basically this. he. But he, like, like so so, the mom is the queen, and she's just strong. Angela, Angela Bassett. Yeah, she's just strong and powerful and does a fantastic. I love thing. Angela like, Bassett, I'll, dude. Like best acting. Like you know how good of an actor she is or an actor she is. Fantastic! I love her on season. Was it? Uh, uh, what's that? American Horror Story. I think it's season four, where the the Covenant. The, oh yeah, where with, with all the witches down the in Coven. the bayou. Oh yeah, I get goosebumps when Angela Bassett scenes are in <laughs> the Hobbit series. Oh my god, that is the best season. The women in it almost stole the show. Yeah, like, no, they really did. Michael B. Jordan was amazing. Chris, however you say his last name. Michael B. Jordan's in it. Chris. Really? Yeah, Ooh, Michael B. Jordan's torch. the bad guy. He's, Damn it. He's Killmonger. Oh. He's okay. on all the posters, so I don't feel like I'm... By the way, quick spoiler alert. Um, people are trying to lobby for him to play Vegeta in a Dragon Ball Z movie, which I'd be down for after seeing that. They're gonna try and make another live Dragon Ball Z. No, no, it's just like it, it's just like an internet thing. They're like, yeah. oh, because he's a huge anime nerd. 
huge. But either way, when, like, when they count the money at the box office, you think that somebody will go, "It's over nine thousand. <laughs> yes, they were, they were really they were really good. But like, I have to almost think about what other dudes were in it because I keep thinking about how awesome. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman could be Jordan, the guy from Get Out, because I can't remember his name because I'm a bad person. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Um, the guy that has the weird eye that was in Species. Uh, the guy from Star Wars. Uh, yeah, he was also in Star Wars. Uh, uh, no, in Rogue One, right? Yeah, that, that's was, a Star Wars. Movie. I know, but specifically Rogue One. He um, was the like mentor guy. Oh, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yes, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Thank did you, you okay? <laughs> when you saw the movie, did yeah. you notice how? Did you did you notice how? Bad like Chadwick Boseman gets kind of quiet when there's yeah, exactly. Like, I, say, I say something real quick and, say, and now it's time for the King of Wakanda. To... Oh, what's going on? <laughs> Wasn't he play the King of Scotland? Is that how he talks? Oh yeah, yeah. He'll take the power. It's very impressive all the time. Chadwick Bosworth or, the, or no, not Chadwick. There is no Chadwick Bosworth. <laughs> What's his name? Chris Bosworth. <laughs> no, Chadwick Bosman. You were the worst. He was in phone booth. He was in drinking. Oh, that was. I love that movie. By the way, like the movie's like stupid, but I love it. So short. Um. Yeah, which is great though. Like, how how awesome is it to make it like an hour and five minute movie and like raking money off of that, off of like a two shot, like it's just two cameras. That's it. Done. Anyway, It'd be awkward to make a sequel. <laughs> For what? Try. Single cell phone. No, beeper. <laughs> you got you got a bridge to the cell phone movie. I think that's probably one of my top five Colin Farrell movies. Which movie? Phone, phone movie. Oh, with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland literally folded in. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> nice quality. I'm gonna ruin part of Black Panther for you. No. Yes. No. no not story wise. Just you. Now you've seen it. You can't unsee it. So you know the king that died in uh, not Civil War is it uh, was uh, it Civil War? It wasn't Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Okay. King T'Chaka. T- yeah, T'Chaka. So the he thing- has a derp eye, right? I was okay. Crazy. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Look at his eyeballs. Yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> you can't. I'm pretty sure that the left one is glass. It, it was bad in this one. You did not. I didn't notice it in Civil War, but the whole yeah. No, because he was in Civil War. Every time he was on screen, he's like, it's like he's, like, he's looking at Chadwick Boseman. This one's like looking over there. But it's no, so no, bad. no. It's more like it's looking like slightly down. To yeah. The right, as opposed to and like, the and the way that the eyelid hangs and everything, he either he either stroked out yeah, or has a glass eye. Like, I wonder if he had like cerebral palsy or something. Yeah. Like, that. like the, but it looks like the glass eye is about to fall out. Yeah. So now, <laughs> pay attention. It's like the crooked top. Is he is he in Black Panther? Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. he's in a lot. Oh, big time. Okay. It's it's the best Lion King movie I've seen this year. I, I just want like T'Challa to be working on something and him to go, my son works. <laughs> nice. Oh, it was lovely. It was really good. The only thing that was unbelievable were how nice Michael Jordan's teeth are from growing up in the hood. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, I mean, quit ruining this. ruining No, Michael B. Jordan has beautiful teeth in real life. I know. Okay. Michael so. B. Jordan's a beautiful man. Oh, I just realized yes. what I said. Yeah. Still. So. Stop it. Spoiler alert. Ignore me. It's just just a shame he was in Fox's Fantastic Four. Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four. Mm, indeed. Along with all things Kardashian. <sighs> well, you know, now it's back under the umbrella. Ugh. What? Fantastic <laughs> Four being back under the umbrella? No, I'm just thinking about Fox's Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's okay. It it's didn't bad. happen. Moving on. I except, slept through it. Except for Kate Morrow. You know what the, the worst part is, is they had the perfect... No, that was the other one. I'm no, because the what's his face is great too. That's in the movie besides Michael B. Jordan being in it, but the other guy from like Whiplash, that kid, 
the guy that plays uh, Mr. Fantastic in that, too, is a oh, Miles Teller. Yeah. Fabulous. I thought we were back at Black Panther. No. He Fan and Michael fantastic. B. Jordan were in a movie with Zac Efron. Yes. I about liked, being in college. I liked that movie. No, it was oh. about him falling in love with a girl he thought was a hooker. Easy A? No. No, we watched it. But I do love Easy yeah. A. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. Easy A is quality. But it's is all poems? Like I think we have some in the fridge. <laughs> Her parents are so unrealistic in that movie. I wish I had those parents. If Stanley Tucci were only my father, mm. he seems kind of incredibly gay. Yeah. I like Stanley Tucci too. He's pretty awesome. Stanley, all the Stanley Tucci, any movie he's in. Mm-hmm. I like him and uh, who's Mark Stanley Tucci and Mark Strong. Who would who would those are my, those who would are my you two. want him to be? If he, they introduced him into the Marvel universe, like honestly, I, I have I cannot put a, a face on Stanley Tucci. He was Stanley Tucci. He he was in um, the Hunger Games with the weird hair. The, like he the was, announcer guy. Oh no, he was the doctor yeah. in the, the blue hair guy. The, yeah. Okay, he, thank was, you. Was, was, didn't he yes, develop the super serum? Yeah. Yeah, he yes, did. Yeah. yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. So that guy, I pick that guy. Okay. He was a scientist. Professor. Yeah. Which is why, which is funny, because you're like, if he was going to be the Marvel Unister, like, he'd be a scientist. Because he was a scientist. That's Stanley Tucci. He, Stanley Tucci is to the U.S. what Mark Strong is to Britain. They play like the same roles. I like them for very two very different reasons. Have you seen Brothers uh, Brothers Grimm? Yes! yes, I loved Mark Strong in that. That's a yeah. that's a fun bad movie. That that that's a that is a fun. I mean, movie. little Matt Damon, little Heath Ledger. Was Matt Damon in Thor Ragnarok? Yes, yes. I was yeah. like, is that Matt Damon? Sure Helen, is. Um, yes, yeah, Matt Damon reprising his role as Loki. Oh my god! Yeah, it it was uh, Matt Damon and then the guy from uh, from Jurassic Park and then the Samuel? other Hemsworth. The other Hemsworth was is it, is it was it? Thor? Was Thor? So like when they're doing the stage play. The, the oh. third Hemsworth was Thor. Yeah, Sam Neill was, God, was Thor. Was uh, Odin. Odin. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Odin is a god. It's and fine. Matt, Matt Damon. Girls fake people anyway. Movie. Again. When was he lucky the first time? In Dogma. Ah. All comes back around to Kevin Smith. Um, Favorite Kevin Smith movie? <sighs> James Allen Bob's right back. I can't, I can't get off Clerks. Red State. Clerks? Oh. Clerks to me, at the time that I saw it, I was actually working in a grocery store. Did it really? Older. Did it really connect? Yes. With okay, and, and it was exactly just like that, except instead of hockey, it was basketball. Okay, that's cool though. That touches like, like I feel that movies that touch you in a certain way like that are are fan like it's just amazing when it, when a movie can do that and like really. It, it was like that movie was written. <laughs> For me, yeah, and then and then my next favorite movie after that, in that at that point in my life was uh, Office Space, which yep. I had I was working at Whitehead Corporate Office <laughs> and Bennigan's at that same time in okay. my life. So it was like this movie was written for me. Yep. And then I was like, the next movie I was like, am I in a Truman Show? <laughs> Did you see Waiting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that absolutely is true. Shenanigans. What about you, Steve? I, I was the oh, guy. you said Red State. That's I right. was the guy who used to remember the order and because they would force me to go back to like I would always forget to put the order in the computer after I took uh, it. So the whole not writing it down kind of forced me to go back to the computer and put it in. Nice. My top three are Dogma, Mallrats, and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is my favorite because yeah. of my style of humor. Yeah. Um, and my second favorite would probably be Clerks Two. Fictional. 
I love Clerks too. I love Rosario Dawson. Her her acting in that is amazing. I just I love I love the the angst between Randall and Dante in Clerks too. I I and your girl is in there. A B C. My girl that has the fucked up nose that you also can't unsee. I know. Rosario Dawson has a small nostril and a big nostril. I haven't made it above her neck yet. It's quite all right. By the way, she speaks very nicely and talks to you in your ear for like nine hours if you download the audiobook to Artemis, which I listened to recently. It was very good. And she does actually a very good job doing many different, um, different accents and dialects of accents. It's about a, a colony on the moon and like all, like all these people that come up to the moon and she does, she does all of the voices in it. Scoop of whalers. If I'm going to pick somebody to read me bedtime stories, I think it would be Scarlett Johansson. Really? She doesn't have a good voice. Have you seen her? But she's reading me bedtime stories. Have you heard her? You you say, yeah, but she doesn't speak very well. Claire Danes does I think I'd take take Millie Jovovich over Scarlett Johansson to read me bedtime stories. Voice-wise? Yeah. Give me an example. Um, I think she does a really good job narrating all of the Resident Evil movies. Like I like her cadence. I like the way she speaks in kind of his soft voice. So I think right. I think the, the last time I thought that uh, she was hot was in Married with Children. Millie Jovovich. Yeah, she played the French girl. Right, but that's the last time. Well, I I agree. She. I mean, she, she was, is. She was totally hot in the first Resident Evil. Uh, yeah, Alice in the first Resident Evil is awesome. Alice has mm. got. I mean, didn't do much for me. Um, there's some girls who like. When they go blonde, like, you kind of see... It would be better brunette. Right. Like, Hella, Who was the actress who played Hella? Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Amazing as a brunette. Yeah, because oh, she's all one color we, normally. We talk, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I remember. Like, like, she... As a, as I, I a, like as a blonde? Yeah. Like as a blonde, as, not so much. Yeah, she is very washed out. And, yeah, I agree with you. I feel like Millie Jovovich is, like, the... Is like the, like you're saying Millie, but you mean Mila. And you know what? Mila. Resident Joe Evil. Mila. The hair like, to face ratio is all off. I, see, on that's where going. So that's why I think that she's like like the downgraded version of um, who's the chick from Prometheus? Uh, um, the captain from Prometheus. The chick. Um, Charlize Theron. Thank you. She's like the downgraded version. I like. I, I think Charlize Charlize, Charlize have, Theron is like the upgraded. Can we have a moment to talk about her hair? In the newest Fast and Furious movie. No. Oh, that's... Yeah. Like... Not her finest moment. Oh, you my s- God. You've seen it, right? Yeah, she was hottest in... Um, Italian Job. She was hottest in Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, she looks fucking good in that. that. Corset? Uh, yeah. Wicked Queen. She, and just, she looks fucking fabulous. Yeah, and oh, like, okay. like, I mean, on that like next level, just who's emo. The, who's the girl in uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Oh, oh Emily Blunt. Blunt. That's Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah. I get gross. Them, I get them confused. I don't know what it is about she Emily Blunt. She was hottest in. Um, oh wait, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But she's doing push. Which, by the way, is a great bad movie. No, it's a. It's Good sci-fi movie. Groundhog I slept Day. I that one, too. Yeah, it's fantastic. Love that. It's got Bill Paxton in it. What's the Tom Cruise movie where he, like, is trying to, like, he's, like, supposed to not, he's not a minor, but he's, like... Oblivion. Oh, I love that movie. I love Oblivion. Yeah, who's... Well, it's Morgan Freeman, right? Who's, uh, yes. Who's yeah. that redhead in Oblivion? 
Oh, I don't. I've looked her up. Uh, she's but you have. Very, yes, she's something great. <laughs> I forget who she is, but she's awesome. It's another great movie. Yeah, Tom Cruise has done some good so, sci-fi. Have you seen? Uh, speaking of Tom Cruise and sci-fi, we'll kind of bounce over to the uh, Universal Dark Universe. That didn't happen. Did you watch the Mummy, the newest Mummy? No, it's on the DVR though. What, Steve? Quick, from, from, from what from what I was awake for, it wasn't as terrible as people it, said. It, no, it, it was a passable no. mummy movie. The, I, I felt the, it was passable. The, no, the the previews made it. I've been wanting to watch that. It was just, a it, complete and total ripoff of the Brendan Fraser movie. Absolutely, blatant oh, fucking that's ripoff. Disappointing. Oh, like there were so, like but some dark. of the scenes like sepia toned in comparison. It wasn't like black and white dark, right? But it like. It, get, there are some there are some shots where you're like, are you fucking kidding me? But but if you liked the Brandon Fraser one, it's not bad. It's good. Like like it's not that good because Brandon Fraser. And it has Russell Crowe making movies. Have you guys seen <laughs> the Brothers Bloom? Uh, I've, yes, I have seen that. I think that's the hottest I've seen Rachel Weisz. Oh, yes. Adrian Brody and Mark Ruffalo, amazing. That's something you guys. Would you? I've seen the. What is it again? What's Brothers Bloom? Uh, Adrian Brody and Mark Ruffalo, they're two con artists. Yes. And uh, they try to con Rachel Weiss, and Adrian Brody ends up falling for her. Yes. Okay. I yes. love Adrian Brody. I say that. Oh, and they had Bang so Bang in the movie. The chick yes. from Pacific Rim. How excited are you? Am I the only one excited about Pacific Rim? Okay. No. So, by the way, she doesn't want to go see it. I do, too. I thought you said you didn't I, want to I, see I, it. I, Cautiously I that guy makes it worth going to see. No, it's because Michael B. Jordan's in it. No, Giant no, Robots Vega. and Monsters. Huh? What's the, okay. the guy? John Boyega. John Boyega. 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 You said Bodega. <laughs> John Bodega. Is it John? John, Bo- John Boyega. Boyega. It's a guy selling burritos <laughs> <laughs> out of a Jaeger. Burrito Jaeger. He's in it. I love him, and I'm always hoping for Charlie. It's Rasta Dick this guacamole. Something about the trailers for it. It seems almost unfinished, or like the special effects like aren't there. You had me at Giant Robots. Yeah. Fighting oh, interdimensional monsters. Other bad movie. Sorry, we're playing Six Degrees, but we went to Pacific Rim, and then I thought of Charlie Hunnam, which made me think of the newest um, King Arthur. Yeah. Oh man, I saw I saw I saw a fan art of Charlie Hunnam as Green Arrow, and it looked pretty freaking awesome. That would be good. He'd Charlie be, Hunnam's a good looking guy. If they put him, he'd be in a, there, if they put him in the DCEU, that would be freaking awesome. I would go like literally. You could put just it could just be an hour and a half of like Jason Momoa. And, um, Charlie Hunnam watching each other. <laughs> just, just naked, or just some side butt would be fine. I'm not picky. Like, still oh, so who is like, who is disappointed that we're gonna have a Jason Momoa uh, Crow movie? I'm so excited. Do we need another Crow movie? We didn't need the first one. No. I love the first the, one. I but the only the actually uh, I've rewatched. I've seen the first one within the last couple of years. And aside from it being Brandon Lee, it's not that great. Thank you. So, like, it's got this huge, it's got this, it's got this huge cult following. And I get it. It's a cool, you know, it's the rocker comeback from the dead to avenge his girlfriend. I get it. But maybe it's just it's one of those moment in time movies. I think. I think it really is. Like, and the fact that they've never been able to remotely capture. There's been what four or five. Reboot sequel things, a TV show that Eddie Furlong was one of them. Exactly kind of awkward. So. The first time I ever saw it was because my parents would let me watch it when I was younger. The first time I ever saw it was when Adam let me borrow it, so it was my first viewing. You know, I think like a year and a half ago or so, like recently. And I watched it, and I was like, "It's extremely '90s," which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a child of the '90s; I love it. But like, 
it was the acting was terrible. Brandon Lee sucked at it. It just well that story didn't really need like, right. like epic if, it, if it wasn't no, like, but, if it wasn't his like it's the whole Heath Ledger Joker argument. It, if that wasn't right. his last movie, it would have probably. I feel like cool. if if I would have been a kid in the nineties during that time with the whole like goth thing and the whole like. It's like one of the first like, movies to come out without a workout montage. Right, no, so which, which I, I understand it, so that's the thing, is like, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Like, I get the relevance of it, especially in the time for the people that were watching, and, and you know, but first viewing at age 33, yeah, never seen it probably, before, in year yeah. 2016, I was like, like I think there's, I think there's better. It's, it's probably like better the villain sucks. Better ideas. The villain was terrible. Yeah. If, if we tried to show Thor one to somebody, now. oh my god, Thor one sucks. I, I hate Thor one. You like go to hell. It is my least you go to hell favorite you of it, the Marvel like, series. I, it was it was a moment in time where I thought that was a great movie, but it doesn't hold. I disagree. Thor, I love Thor. the first Thor. I said it. I especially the whole the whole little scene with uh, Coulson and Hawkeye and Thor and oh yeah. That's all my wheelhouse. Yeah, but that wasn't Thor. That was other people in Thor. Oh, Cat Dennings again. Yes. All comes like my full intro- areola. My, my first introduction to Cat Dennings. That wasn't in That was your she first introduction? In she wasn't in one. Yeah, she, she was. was. She was a... Where's Darcy? Oh, I'm trying to block the movie out of my mind. Shut up, Jared. He fought this really stupid villain. Murder. It was a dumb villain. Come on. It was Loki and the Destroyer. Yeah, the Destroyer's stupid. You're stupid. Here's a nameless robot with an eye beamer. He has a name. It's the Destroyer. I'm Middle Cyclops. It's the best version of Cyclops we've seen. (laughs) Colossus Cyclops. (laughs) Colossiclops. Maybe he's Weapon 12. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm a giant one-eyed monster. So, Rodney, you're an executive for Marvel Entertainment, directly over. You're, you take, you're taking over Kevin Feige, or Kevin Feige, or Feige, or whatever. I'm going to find a way to bring so, back Haley Atwell. Good job. Congratulations. Are you, are you, time you, you've, already, you've already written her to be Captain America at this point. So, Did you, yeah. did you read the um, how that could happen? I some, just want to bring her back. Time stone? No, yeah, using the time stone, she comes back. In this, uh, in this, like, there's been fan theory out there that she comes back in this, in a, in this movie, which would make Cap leave at the end, mm-hmm. make him yep. actually like put it down, put the shield down. I can see that. So, oh, my question going is, going without the shield, bareback and Haley Atwell, absolutely, with Agent Twelve on the side, yeah, stand there and watch. She is the worst <laughs> thing of all the Marvel. No, that's movies. that's that's when he tags in the Winter Soldier. I don't know why I don't watch. really care for that actress, but whoever plays she has like the black niece. eyes. There's weird. Like, even when they've got the freaking pen light on her, like there's like, no reflection in her eyes. What are talking about? Agent Thirteen. Might as well she could be Bruce. replaced with a sexy lamp, and no one would fucking notice, which means she brings nothing to the screen. She doesn't do much for me, but her acting's shit. I, I had an executive I, she's like, I'm supposed to be an agent. I had an executive producer question for Rodney. She's she's I liked her in this. What? She's Gross. total fan service. Oh, absolutely. Like, Agent 13 is, like, a fairly decent part of the Captain America comic series yeah. and, and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comic series. But, yeah, I was really she's surprised so when she was in there. Yeah, you know why? Because she had a big TV show going. It's like them putting Colby Smulders in. Oh, yeah. You Ooh, know, you leave Colby Hold on. I love Colby Smulders, but it's a really weird role for her. Although I love her in anything, she's wonderfully... I wouldn't change it what for a minute, but How I Met Your Mother. 
Never saw it. Okay. So we're going to pretend Annie's from the century. Closed um, loop, people. Closed loop. <laughs> it, it was on for like seven years or yeah, something. Yeah, this was way loop. before your loop ever got. It was like 2008, man. Closed loop. <laughs> anyway. That's Doogie Howser show, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. One of them. Where he is. Oh my and God. the chick from American Pie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you got the and right Jason show. Siegel. She doesn't do much for me. Slapping down. Uh, Allison which one? Allison Hannigan. Yeah, oh, she she's... she aged like a fucking dump truck. She never did anything for me, really. She did for me in American Pie. A lot. I like band geeks. I liked her in uh, Buffy. I liked, uh, yeah, Will I? I liked American Pie Tara Reid, American Pie 1. And that was the last time she was hot. No. Tara Reid or Allison Hannigan? Tara Reid. Yeah, Tara Reid went to be a bucket of yuck. Uh, after... Tara, Tara Reid was hot in the island. Why would you like her? In any way, shape, or form, she is. She has Wasn't got this, Scarlett like, Johansson in there? Look on her face. No, Allie Larder is who you want to. If you're gonna fall oh, in love with someone, Larder. Allie Larder is um, the one to fucking fall in love with. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a whipped cream bikini. Yeah. Mm. So okay. So <laughs> you're the girl. And then you see Captain America in a whipped cream bikini. She wants to be my wide receiver. <laughs> in uh, not a movie. See, I'd be, I'd be hard pressed to pick which but, whipped cream but, bikini I'm looking up first. Can't you have both? But the, yeah, of I young, said which one I'm looking up first. Speaking of young redhead, I do like Amy Smart. Which one's that? We had a good thing. And from Varsity Blues, Ellie Larder, Varsity Blues. Yeah. With Paul Walker, she was, she was. Uh, you said Amy she was, Smart. Amy Smart was Dawson's girlfriend. Oh, I no. The she's Dawson. the one with the horrible, like... I like trains. She's in Butterfly Effect. You can pull a train on me. Did she say that? No, no oh, I was wishing she would say that. <laughs> Butterfly Effect was amazing. Yeah, she was oh, great. It was amazing? Oh. oh, yeah. You do like shitty movies. Yeah, I do like shitty movies. Was that Josh Hartnett, or was that... No, no was that was Ashley Kutcher. God, he's a good actor. He's so awesome. The oh. Ranch, he's a great actor. Oh, yeah, too he, bad he, that show's ending. It's not going to end. They're just going to get rid of fucking Mr. Rapey Mick fucking Scientology. Anyway, so you get to take over the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Bring in Haley Adler, Black. Fantastic. You have to work in the X-Men. How do you do it? In um, I would introduce uh, one, in one House of M storyline. How would you do it? Um, where mutants get wiped out of people's existence. So how would you do it? Because that's exactly where my brain goes. Like, I think we... Did we talk about it on the Spider-Man one? Uh, I don't know. All I remember about the Spider-Man... Spider-Man was like was, two hours and 50. Everybody yelling yet. at me for two hours. Right. <laughs> so I have I have the exact idea of what I want to do with it, and you're going down my path, so I'm interested to see what you would do with it. So House of M storyline, cool. So you're going to do this in one movie... Like one portion of the movie, or are you gonna like make a movie out of it? Because I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, would, I'm thinking would, now that it's such a new property, you fit it right into. It would have to be long and elaborate. Thing. It would have to involve Elizabeth Olsen getting topless again. Um, <laughs> see, I don't think it needs to be long and elaborate, but I think you can go to the House of M storyline. I mean, easily. I mean, you did see uh, Old Boy, right? The American yes. version. Yes, yes, I did. It worked out very nicely. Yeah, that was a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. So how do you bring him in? What do you do? I, I'm distracted by Elizabeth Olsen topless. <laughs> um, it, it'd have to be along the House of M where you know, mutants get wiped out of memory and then you know get brought back. Okay. Yeah. So who who wiped them out? 
Good question. Do you remember? Was it, wasn't it Scarlet Witch that wiped yes, them out? Yeah, it was. So wouldn't it be perfect at the end of Infinity War for them to be losing, like getting their ass beat by Thanos, they can't do anything about it, and she just reaches out and needs help and creates mutants. And that's, and that's part of your Phase 4 launch. So... In not not that it has to happen, not not that they come out and, and help in the movie, but like a, like she's something is happening with Scarlet Witch that causes her to create mutants. Vision dies. There you go. Like some something some something like in House of M where she just is like when she whispers, no more mutants, and they're gone. So on the other side of it, why couldn't you just as easily say in some way bring them back like that with her like as she's you know vision dies would be perfect right i think you could easily bring in mutants now because you have a being that exists in the mcu that is pretty much one of the all-powerful beings that in in the entire universe she can create and destroy out of the only problem with doing that because i did really like that idea is that now everyone's new. You won't have any mutant backstories. Ever, you know what I'm saying? We don't need them anymore. No, she could. She could smash the multiverses together. That would work. She could. She could. Like in one breath. Right. Like the and, the thing that's or that, they've been hiding in space for. Or a while. the entire thing of of first class and everything has been in her head in her dreams and she blinks it into existence and then you don't have to worry about any backstory because we already know it. Okay. Boop. There you go. And you all of a sudden are sitting there and you've got. Cyclops and Banshee, you've got like they're all you got Phoenix, they're all standing there, and it's Professor X and it's them from be great. So Vision dies. Sure. She's bereft. Uh-huh. She calls out to Quicksilver for help, who actually wasn't dead. He just didn't want to join the Avengers cause, and they lead an army led by Ultron with the X-Men back to fight Thanos. I'm with you. Like something along those lines to where like or and then it's not the it's not the old Quicksilver, it's the it's not the Quicksilver we saw in in Age of Ultron. You bring in no. So Kick Ass can show up. Yeah, but like that's a way to blow up. It's a motherfucker. I'm exactly. Sorry, and that's a good I way to get kid. It's a good way to get what's her yes. name? Yes. That movie he was in with um was it Justin Timberlake and Blake Lively and uh not Justin Timberlake who Are you was it? About porn? No, but it was like porn, the one with Selma Hayek. Ooh, keep going. And uh keep adding pretty people into this scenario. That was good. Where like they grew a bunch of weed and she was a drug lord and he like they like kidnapped the girlfriend and she was oh. sleeping with both of them. Yeah, that was uh um I know exactly. Yeah, I, I. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. It they was so with no that had Blake Blake Lively, Lively in it. it. Yeah. It was um. Damn it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. He was really good in that one. Yeah. That's the first movie I think I was aware of him as an actor. God, I just think it'd be so cool. Like if mm-hmm. like, and you don't have to have them even show up. It could be an after credits type thing to where you, where she, just bereft and brings them in. It would just. I just think it's such an easy little. Thing. Yeah, and then then they just fit, and then you can put that. You don't have to like make a whole bunch. Lindsay of Fonseca. Who's who? Kick has his girlfriend. Oh. Good way to write her in. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know who she is, but I do. I'm know more of a fan of uh, Scott Pilgrim's Girl. Oh, uh, Mary Elizabeth. Mary Elizabeth. Mary Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. I need chips and salsa. She, okay. needs, she needs blue hair though. I need chip plate. Well, then just give me the balsamic, and I'll just drink it. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just put the balsamic okay. in my so, mouth. So here's my thing with your theory, Jared. Okay, yeah. Um, she hasn't been shown to have any reality warping powers yet. Mm-hmm. She can... Manip- what are you talking about? She manipulated Captain America. She can, you know, I can move things can, with my mind. She can be telekinetic. She can mess with people's heads. She can't warp the fabric of reality the way that somebody like... Doctor Strange can, and in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when they brought in Ghost Rider, yeah. rather than him being from hell, he's from another dimension. Oh, they did bring that in. Correct. Oh, really? I get the impression that she would I, give I good they, hand I remember jobs. they brought it in. I don't remember how they did it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Rodney, what? I get the impression she would good, give good hand jobs. <laughs> Weird kind of finger stuff that she's been doing. when you watch the magician's not familiar with this, um, but oh, you watch so no. But now I'm thinking, who would you pick to? Who would you cast to play Zatara? Which one's Zatara? Liv Thanos. He's no he, wait. He's in, he's, yeah, he Rodney just jumped to DC. Oh, I I I'm, I don't DC. The Batman animated series, no. Not much. Can you hear me? The Salt Shaker. Yeah. Young Justice, no. No. I was a big young Justice fan. So, so was, was, she, was she like my little bull in the salt shaker too? She was the one who talks backwards and does magic stuff. Right. She, she was like to present like somebody's magical assistant. Right? Yeah, she's like in a tuxedo and fishnet. Yeah, the time. okay. Yeah, that, that works. That definitely works. I don't know. Um, this is better than the chunky salsa you got there. Those guys were wondering. You know, who's the new Lara Croft? I'm uh, I don't know. To I don't know how to pronounce her name. I Elizabeth just saw. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Vikander. Vikander. I yeah. think she would make a better Jill Valentine. Have you seen her Croft. in Man from Uncle? No. So go watch Man from Uncle. She's gonna be perfect. I haven't seen Ex Machina. I'm, Me either. Mm-hmm. Was she in that too? Um. No, she's great. Um, Man from Uncle is bad. Worth your time. You want to see what Henry Gable can actually do? Go watch Man from Uncle. Well, Man from Uncle. Does she have an English accent? Live, live, live action, yeah. Archie. Sold. He plays the American in it. Hmm. And his voice in there, because he's real stylized, he plays Napoleon Solo, his voice is big and like this. It's not anything like him being Superman at all. Henry Gable's a fucking amazing actor in that movie. Who kisses it? And Army Hammer. Oh, more Army Hammer! Army Hammer also has a lot of range. The Winkle vibe. Oh, the Winkle Boss twins. Another good movie, You Have a Daughter, is um, Mirror Mirror. It is the only movie I like Julia Roberts in. Pretty Woman, no? Mm-hmm. Pretty Woman's a great movie. But, she, but Julia Roberts is fucking fantastic. I was disappointed to find out that was a body double. Was it? It was. Favorite Gina Davis movie? Earth Girls Are Easy. Nice. Nice. Good call, man. Good call. Jeff Goldblum, full circle. Cutthroat Island. I know what this salsa means. Garlic. I don't put garlic in my salsa. 
Really? Mm-mm. You're not Mexican, though. No. I'm like a, <laughs> you're correct, Claire. Good job. I'm like a plate of nachos. I look Mexican, but I'm not. I'm more cheesy not. than substance. I don't travel well. Right. Hey, well, this is why I was assuming you didn't put garlic in your salsa. I make some mean guacamole, though. Guacamole! So... Jared, back to the bringing the mutants in. Yeah, I think you've got no, a no, better no, opportunity no. with Doctor Strange and the like, Reality Stones. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're probably right really than, than anything that we've seen Scarlet Witch do to this point. You're completely. I, I agree with you. Like as of, up to this point, yeah, they've shown that Doctor Strange is ten times more powerful than Scarlet Witch. Like you never for me to scratch my nerd boner though. Like I would love for it to be Scarlet Witch. It does. I get it. Like Especially if she gets her hands on reality. Like, if she, like, touches reality stone and can do it, it'd be nuts. Or, like, if Vision but dies and she picks up the stone out of Vision's head. But if she touches it, she'll die. Remember, regular people can't touch the Infinity Stone. Which is why she's a goddess. I still want uh, Hela to be the god of death at Thanos Falls. That would be so great. I was disappointed in the use of Kurt Russell in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, I think he did fine. I think he did fine, but I wanted him to have... I didn't want him to... Kurt Russell. I wanted him, Ego. To, I wanted him to still oh. be around. I know. Like, that's... that's. I agree. Like, the one thing we lost out on is the fact that he's not around anymore. Because I love Kurt Russell. I think he'd make a good cable. Ooh. I think he'd make a great Thomas Wayne. He would be a good Thomas Wayne. So you're looking for a Zatara, huh? I still don't know who that is. She's, uh... She's, like, one of the Teen Titans. She wears half a tux and fishnets all the time. Yeah. So who she looks great in fishnets? Is she in Teen Titans? Um, she's in Young Justice. I don't know if she ever appeared in Teen Titans. Who would be a good Terra? I think Chloe Grace Moretz would be a good I Terra. Think, she'd be fabulous. I think she... Chloe Grace Moretz... She'd have to be somebody like mainstream though. Like I would rather see. I'd rather see Chloe Grace Mortensen as Raven, honestly. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be oh, great. Right. Like, super. No, but then just be the dark side of it because she's so perfect as Hit Girl. Like yeah. she needs to be somebody more badass than Crazy Tara. I'd like to give a uh, shout out to uh, Kurt Russell for inspiring my favorite first-person shooter of my adolescence. Do you them? Absolutely. I didn't even know what Escape from New York was until I played that game and then like, I love that game so much me and my buddy Nick would play it every night on my 14k BPS modem <laughs> every night and we would play it yeah Land, and then I'm like this is so much he's like oh just he's like the guys like totally Should from Escape from New York I'm like what are you talking about I ain't if, mad at if it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead were younger I would like her as Raven or better yet who's a, Emma Roberts would be a great Raven I think Okay. I think she's getting a little old. She's no, you're going to be, actually, I hate to say it, but you're going to be a really good raven, is Maisie Williams. Yeah. I don't know who that is. The, uh, the from, Game of Thrones. Uh, Arya Stark. Arya Stark. Stark. never seen Game of Thrones. Wow. Okay. I'm the anyway. last one in the world. Arya Stark. Closed loop. Yeah. She would be a, I think she, she's like the right height and everything, and. For, for Raven or for Terra? For Raven, I yeah, I think I think she would be a great Tara. Tara. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you're right. No, you, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. With she you. would be a good Tara. Natalie Dormer as Starfire. 
Which one's Natalie Dormer? Uh, the from the Princess. Uh, she was the princess in Game of Thrones. Oh, um, the from Tudors, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, as Starfire. Yeah, she was also in. Uh, she's also in the Hunger, how, Hunger Games. She yeah, had, how no, old yeah. are we doing them? Mm-hmm. How young? Well, because well, because here you can't. I don't think you can put like Chloe Grace Mornets on the same team as like, especially as Tara. Like, yeah, she would be. A I Tara. well, no, like they're so far apart in age. Who? Like, uh, Natalie Dormer's fucking gorgeous, but she's like 35. You know what yeah, I'm but saying? Starfire is an alien, so she can she's gonna be red makeup anyway. Yeah, I just like. And if they do, if they do older Teen Titans, like yeah, you got like yeah. Nightwing and like the mm-hmm. older, like more established Teen Titans, I think they could absolutely work that way. I just think she's good. I think they'd pick someone younger. I would. I would love to see Jogo as Nightwing. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. I would be all over that. But I want it to be a detective. Now here we go. Movie. Natalie Dormer is Black Canary. Let's get a good Black Canary for a change. Hey. I, I didn't even know who Black Canary was until I started watching. The, then you still don't know who Black Canary is, right? Because Arrow, Arrow ruined that forever. You know what's funny? Ruined. She is so um, nice in all of her movies. Really, since she did Tudors, where she's so fucking she's vile. She's so vile. So every time she walks on screen, I hate her. I like right because she's such a. She's so like language. I know, but still. I do like Kate Cassidy though. There's something weird about her. Just just weird enough for mm-hmm. me to be like Kate Cassidy. Who's that? That's Laurel oh. from Arrow. From Arrow. Did you ever see... Uh, oh, in, Laurel, in, no. She was in Taken? I yeah. loved her in Taken. Did you ever, she was in that Took movie? Did you ever watch The Tudors? Anybody else besides us? Wonderful. Like, you want to see great. You want to see all these really good um, actors when they were, like, before they get it? Go back and watch Tudors. Outside of um, Jonathan Cassidy was in Click? Yeah. As what? Daughter. Wow. As the remote. I couldn't get past Kate Beckinsale. Dude, Kate oh, Beckinsale. Yes. Oh, my God. She will forever Number be on one. the list. I want her to call me naughty. Hey, look, it's the guy from uh, um, Harry Potter. Round we made, two. We made Steve watch that the other night. I think Steve hated it. I hate it. He liked it because it's got animals in it. Are you really getting milk at 10.30 at night? Yeah. Okay. Did you hear about the guy who called the cops because he saw a dementor? Mm-hmm. And it ended up being a the garbage bag, bag like yeah. hanging it yeah. on the tree. Yes. Saw that. That kind of makes my life. Today, Junior, let's go. And you don't need a full cup, take just a half. I appreciate the kind of thank you very much. Have you talked about the Black Panther movie yet? All yes, the- we did. Yep, a little bit. Rodney hasn't seen it yet, so we can't, we can't talk about any spoilers. Rodney tried to get your dad to go see it again tonight, but your dad decided to be lame and put on the pajama pants instead. <laughs> find it odd that your dad speaks in third person? What? That was the only reason for me to become a dad, was so I could speak in the third person. And I also think it's funny that he decided to be lame. Like... He's not just at his core. I'll tell you, after all this time, I do like the Superman hair. You, you're digging it? Yeah. Thank you very much. He's got an epic swoops now. I have, I have had uh, a lot of positive reviews. I've had also a couple of mixed reviews from 
people that are not uh, in tune with their sexuality. So Although, you should go full 90s and not shave the sides and just slick it back, like, very... Okay, so it grew out long enough to do that last, like, week before, and it, it my hair poofs out too much. It, do, it doesn't lay back. It, 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 I can pull it down and back, but it doesn't. It won't go straight back. Wow. You do the two combs. I tried, but when I do it, it doesn't. It won't lay down. It poofs out. I know the feeling. So yeah. he's got too much hair. Tyler's got rotten hair. Hmm? How long do you guys know each other? When did it come out? No, I know. I said, but Connor has Rodney hair. How long have you guys known each other? (laughs) No. (laughs) I get it. Not that long. Like sex, get it? Hey! It acts too much like you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. What what are you doing? You're falling apart, woman. I've been in for a little while. All over your face? Usually some, some gripping radio, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit this out later. No, you won't. No, not gonna happen. So, let's talk about guns. Because we don't talk about politics on your show. Let's we about, do not. Let's talk about politics here. So, funny thing, not funny, but coincidental thing happened to me today. My cousin actually had shots fired on his campus oh, shit. today. At Central Michigan University, two two dead in a dorm room. Simu. Yep. Um, he he was at home sleeping when it happened. Um, it wasn't a school shooting thing. It was just like it happened in a dorm room on campus. A murder. Yeah, it was a murder. It wasn't like a school Not shooting a thing. And then today there were also two threats, two gun threats at Plainfield Central University and University Plainfield Central High School today. So, like, in, in one day, I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? White people. It, it breaks my heart that my son is in preschool learning human drills and how to hide in the closet. Mm-hmm. Well, Jared hid in the closet for years. Come out the closet. Right there with Nick. It's okay. <laughs> More of a literal, literal hiding. Yeah. So, in... I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm trying to pre-lighten the mood. <laughs> So in college, um, like I get emails because I'm currently enrolled at Lewis, and we have there's active life shooter exercises that are done on campus like every three or four weeks. So they send you an email saying, "Hey, we're gonna be doing Alice training today." So, like the campus police are like training for active live shooter drills and stuff, right? So that's one thing. That's at college level, right? I mean, but then you look at like what your son's going through with having to deal with it at school, I mean, I'm, I'm faced with a decision of whether or not to tell my children, like, like going, okay, do I expose them and tell them, hey, if something goes down, here's what you should do, you know, or do I just have to play the keep them innocent card? You know, it's a, it's a hard decision for me to make to go, do I have the conversation right now? Because I feel like survivability-wise, I, I need to have that conversation with them. But at the same time, I go, I don't, like, you mean, my daughter's upstairs singing right now. Like, like I don't want to break that spirit Top either. You know, it's like, <laughs> what do you do? And and I know that if I wouldn't have, if I, like, let's say they go to school tomorrow and die, and they get shot. Okay. I would feel horrible if I hadn't said anything. But So, so have you ever 
So you're at a point where you're deciding whether or not to have a gun safety conversation with your... No, my, 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 I've had gun, gun safety discussion with both my children. Like, like your own firearms, like I've taken my son out and shot shotgun with him. Like I've had, I've had firearm safety, our firearm safety discussions with them. I have not had the, there's a crazy person in your school. Here's how you protect yourself conversation with them. And that's, that's the, the hard part for me, is what do you do? The school already did it. I know, but they're fucking stupid mm-hmm. and wrong. And it, like, you, you know, it's like, do you sew a Kevlar piece into the back of your kid's backpack and make sure they always have their backpack with them? Like, what, what do you do? I mean, I know it doesn't do you any good against so high. I like, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that I never thought I was going to have to worry about. You know what I mean? And... And granted, like the likelihood is is minimal, but at the same time, with as frequent as things are broadcast throughout the United States, and like as frequently as like any little thing can pop up, I think the conversation thoughts is, and prayers are like a status update on Facebook. Now. I know you can it's, click it's on ridiculous. Thumbs up, like, smiley face, thoughts and prayers. Right, exactly. It's when do you have that conversation? I think that the answer is as soon as you need to. But when is as soon as you need to? It's it's rough because you don't. It's that it's it's like telling them it's like telling them that you know Santa may or may not be real. If you're listening to this, Santa's not real. So spoiler. Alert. What? Sorry, sorry, Rodney. But like you know, when when do you when do you take when you pull that veil? You know, it's like when do you like tell them that the world is fucking dangerous? They start telling them now in kindergarten, like on top of the shooters that you, like your kids going through in preschool. They have I can't remember what it falls under. But they start um, basically sexual abuse and predator training now. Yeah. It, they, they do it every year on how, like, your body's your own. No one's allowed to touch you. So, so funny story. Like, I mean, they start that. Or, that's pretty that's San- pretty deep. Sandra did start that with our, our three-year-old because we, we had, um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it publicly, but we had a scare in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, not our family, but our extended family. Um, but so Sandra started, okay, I'm going to teach her two at the time, three year old. Okay. This will do the anatomical terms. Mm-hmm. This is Excellent. your vagina. Mm-hmm. No one touches vagina unless, you know, mama's cleaning, dad is cleaning, you know, diapers being changed or maybe the doctor. We go to the doctor. Right. right. So, you know, make sure you're clear. You know, this is vagina. No one touches vagina. Right. On our Disney trip. Two-year-old and four-year-old get into, like, a physical fight as two-year-old and four-year-olds go. In the middle of the plane, no. two-year-old screams out, No one touches vagina! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> hey, she was trained right. She was right. Right. Yep. You know what's really funny is um, I, I read somewhere, like, we're so, we have to stop calling it a vagina because vagina is what's inside. Most of what's outside is the vulva. Uh-huh. Although you know we use it all the time because you know even women do, but it's what it's funny too because like I use that <laughs> with I use that term because I want to say but you know I say vagina too, but like I hate to like I'm like I should why are we why are we perpetuating the stereotype that all a woman has is a vagina and there's a vulva there too? I know it's stupid. It's just it's, a V. I know it's my weird uh, thing, just but yeah, no, you do you have to have those little conversations. Just scary. Yeah. But um, luckily, I think our daughter would punch someone at least at this point in time. But yeah. you know, kids are kids. They like, hey, check out this thing I showed you. It can turn into something. Other kid to other kid. I don't know. So how do we fix the uh, gun scare? 
that's been happening like for the past. I mean, I, I think it goes along with society and everything. We we you're always reminisce about the innocence you had as a kid. Like even when us growing up, you know, I had a history teacher who you know he grew up in the Woodstock era. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there were public service announcements that please remove the keys from your car when it's parked in your driveway because kids will be prone to just taking cars for a joyride, which is where the expression came from. Oh, really? People used to just leave keys in their car. Yeah, really? Up in, the, up in the dash. Up in the visor. No, in the ignition. Like, that's the way it was, like, in just, 50s, yeah. 60s. I mean, why bother taking in the was public service? And please take the keys. In. So, you know, in that age, you could, you know, in New York, probably prior to that, people used to have just campouts. Mm-hmm. In Central Park, and like that, like that's something today that would be unheard of. So I mean, right. it's just something that evolves with society, and unfortunately, this is just seems to be like something that's going to be the norm. You know, right. like, like we used to do fire drills. Like, I, I, well, like, social I, media makes it worse. The day and age of technology makes it worse than it used to. So not only do you have the spread of news faster, so we are all hearing th- more things more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, some of it is like. It's popular. They're gonna hear me. Like you know, this guy shot up a school, and his name was out. Yeah, it's part. That's part of it. But but if you think about the fact that most the person that would do this is obviously mentally ill, that reaction, that thought, that irrational thought that I'm going to be famous if I do something bad, even if it results in my death, that's where the delusion is. I don't know if it's the the want of fame that unhinged certainly. I don't. I don't know if they. I don't know if they think. That oh I'm going to be famous if I do this rather than it's them seeing themselves as right. I think it's both. That's why because they know if they go in and they do this, you know whether the kids at the school know. Going up and shooting a bunch of people in front of a bunch of people is a like. Um, yeah, but that it's very public. It's it's different I, than like I, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I I just I don't think that somebody's like okay, my mission is going to be, you know, to kill these people. I don't think they're doing it because I want people to know my name. I think they're doing it because they're on a mission to do it, and the consequences be damned. But but I don't think they're just. I don't think I, so. For now I think most people that are going and just shooting really really aren't going. I'm going to go to school and, and shoot. Like I'm, he, they're thinking what, I'm going it? to make them a collective whole pay for however I feel injustice. And I think that's the case with someone like a couple of years ago, like that freaking college nut job who killed all the sorority was girls. No, 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 this was out in oh. California. The kid drove around in his dad's you know sports car with a handgun shooting everybody mm. and then drove off a cliff or something. Right. We talked. Nick talked about it on his show. Yeah. Because like none of the sorority girls would sleep with him. He was a fucking tool. Right. And so he went to go shoot him up, and he did the whole like, was it Facebook Live or did like a video recording? A YouTube. He did a YouTube recording. Like this is going to be my final recording because I'm going to go do this now. Gotcha. So that leads me to kind of the the penultimate question that that you know that signifies is like, can you stop the people, the crazy people, from being crazy? Can you can you stop what? I mean, two words: legalized prostitution. Can 
help. I don't know how to help the guy. Like, I, I know that, I've heard that. I heard that big joke, but it's not just that. It's you know, having watched a lot of Mindhunter and read a lot of uh, Wikipedia pages on on people that are serial killers and mass killers. The thing about like there is is like their psyche is often broken from a very young age. Before they've hit, the, some of it might happen during puberty, but legalizing prostitution, I don't think will fix it. And the thing is, you can't fix crazy people, but you can make it harder for them to do the things that are going, to, they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So whether that's better counseling, whether that's us as a community actually paying the fuck attention for a mm-hmm. little while, yes, I think making it harder for people to get guns that shouldn't have them is not a bad thing. I mean, nowadays, like, we don't, you get a temporary license now in Illinois when you go because you have to go through an extra background check to get your fucking driver's license that you already tested for. So how come that's not okay for gu- all gun sales, including trade shows, et cetera, et cetera? Like, it's just one of those things where, like, there are states and the, where blind people can own guns. Someone they can't see can own a gun. Like, really think about that in terms of logic. They, do, they can't even, like, they can't see what they're shooting at. Like, they can go towards here in sight. But it's one of those, like, really, in mental, the mental health thing, it's huge. Like, um, Amy Schumer goes through a whole thing in her book about at one of the opening, one of the show, not opening show, but just a show of train wreck. Somebody went in and shot up a movie theater, killed his wife and her best friend, and, like, had gone, th- like, in the weeks leading up to it, had... Um, been arrested, had been in and out of like mental health care for a long time, been arrested, there were restraining orders, and he still managed to go out and purchase a firearm and shoot his wife, or soon-to-be ex-wife and her, her best friend in the middle of a movie theater. So, we do need better laws. We need better laws. I'm not saying people can't have guns, I'm totally okay with that, but there's no reason it's easier to get behind a vehicle than it is to own something that can just as easily end a life. That's my own. That's my thing. So, so, I, I know we've had this discussion in the podcast peeps board, and like it's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. I, like, I'm it, almost been. I, I mean, it might seem that I'm in the position of I'm pro gun or like I'm anti, but I'm I'm really more in the position. I don't, I'll go on record and I'll go on the podcast. I don't own a gun. Like I have no vested interest in whether gun laws get passed or don't. But what I don't understand is I don't. If the people who I know who have guns and the people who um, I've met who would do something with a gun, they probably, even if there were a law, that would not prevent them from owning a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say who it is I know who just so happens to be in a quote-unquote club um, where they ride motorcycles um, who is a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. Great guy, um, you know. I consider a good friend. Mm-hmm. Owns an assortment of firearms, which I'm with 100% certainty were obtained outside of the current Normal laws. Normal acquisition, right? Avenues. Um, I also live in a really bad neighborhood where if you needed one, you can get one, regardless of what law is written, mm-hmm. because the people who are going to use them are not the people who are even aware or respecting the law. Mm-hmm. So for me, for my son to feel safe, um, the argument for me was boots on the ground. Give, in, in a time and economy where we need 
jobs for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when nine eleven happened, that we I, I was never against you know the airport security. Oh, by all means, if because if it's going to make people safer, it's going to give people jobs. It's going to people keep you know these terrorists in check who are using weaponizing planes. I have three very close friends who are doing very well in the TSA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we haven't had, like, a civilian attack of that epic proportion on American soil since 9-11. Mm-hmm. So I have no reason to believe that, you know, putting... It may not even have to be trained officers. Putting better security in schools, to me, would absolutely make my son feel mm-hmm. safer, as opposed to a law that somebody's going to ignore. Have you noticed that a lot of these shootings aren't... They're not happening in the hood. You know what this I'm is saying? something you brought up to me the other day. Well, that, like, like she, she, no, she, she. I did. Actually, this is a very like honestly. I, I agree with that. Like this, I think is my my favorite point of the entire thing. Go. Like like you brought this up yeah, to me the other day that I, agree I read with. it so from ahead. somewhere. Um, a friend of ours, a gun gun club gun gun club uh, enthusiast, and um, they had said something like, "You don't like these aren't happening in inner city Chicago. These are happening in suburban neighborhoods." where there are probably way too many white privileged people. My argument to that is, yes, there are no mass, quote-unquote, mass shootings in inner-city Chicago, but mass shooting would be more than four people, and there are plenty of yeah, stories that don't get reported. It's how many 20, 30 gun-violent occurrences. Oh, no, no, it's we're not talking about, we're talking about schools. We're so, about for schools. example, like, the kids, like... It's the safe place the kids go because it's less. It's it's not as bad as the neighborhoods because there's gang violence things like that. It's not that the no, but what it it's like. I don't remember. I don't remember what. Yeah, I what, what she, what, the point she's trying to get the, the point that we're that I was we're working towards is that if the security were set up the same way that it, like so you had these all these inner city gangs and everything in the nineties and everything, and then all the inner city schools went on lockdown and put like. Metal detectors, extra security, security stuff like yeah. that, armed security guards. If you treated the suburban schools and the urban and private schools like that, the instances of this or the opportunity for this to happen would be greatly reduced. Not saying they wouldn't do it another way, because bad right. people are going to fuck crazy up no people, matter what. Crazy, because I fully believe that it, like, whether it's a gun or somebody decides to drive a fucking truck through a football parade at some point and they want to do and something crazy, these are, they're going to do something crazy. Even if they're super premeditated, too, these these people are so broken, it's going to take an emotional thing to push them over the edge. Sure. For the most part, there's something that happens that pushes them, and if that's the case, like, it's one thing if you were able, if you planned and were able to get the supplies, but if it takes mm-hmm. a really long time for you to do that, they might give up, or something well, else might happen, or someone might come I to just their think, aid. I think, I think added security does nothing but help the situation. Not, yeah. not say what the security should be or shouldn't no, be, but, it, but if what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like, like, well, that, I mean, that actually is exactly my point. To me, well, to me, to me uh, a law that's passed that gets posted and that people don't know about is just good intention. Yeah. It does not protect. Do anything. It, it, it only delays. I would feel ten times better right now, like, and I wouldn't have to worry that much about talking to my child right now if I had to walk through a metal detector walking through that door. And you know what? And there's or that sec- school that is saying right behind And their house. security's pretty good, so their main security yeah. guard. He's, he's on point. He, and like, what if he's I, not there that day? You know, it's like, I would just feel that sure. much better if... But he knows I would, us, I would and he doesn't let us in. To send my kids so to that school. I. So would I. I just I appreciate that he doesn't, like, he knows, like, we've been there, going there for, how, you know, six years now, right? He knows, he's been the same security guard, it's not a big school, he knows who we are. 
right. knows who our kids are. But he asked me for my fucking ID. But at the same door. time, at the same time, I appreciate like, that. But what if I was his buddy from college? You know, I've been living here for a while, and he knows my he knew my kids, or like, and my kid decided, you know, mm-hmm. at in fifth grade to decide to come get my gun mm-hmm. and go to school. Right, like I mean, what then? He's just like, yeah, oh yeah, I've you're Jared's turn- kid. Boom, you know, like that's whereas the guy if, at Sandy Hook got in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I know. I like so. I appreciate the fact, like every level of security you can put in that doesn't involve a person's decision mm-hmm. is good. If you if you're a person having to make a decision, it, it, it you're in you're light you're opening it up to somebody making a choice, which is not. Right, and right I was just saying that, like, I feel better about the fact that he does check my ID. I agree. I'm not saying he wouldn't let someone in, but I've never seen him let anyone in without no, checking and he's been fantastic. He is. But also, too, like, even if he you. lets you in, you now have to get through other... Yeah. They're, they're locked, like, the, that, these, the, the, eight, the opening part of the school, every single door is locked until they buzz you into every next door in that school, which is awesome. I love that. Like, right. you can come yeah, in. I he mean, can let you in, but if, he, if, if, not, if the right. next person doesn't let you in... You, he, you, you would have to shoot your way through, but all of the doors on this, there's both. There's, I guarantee those that glass is bulletproof. Oh, the one is, but all the other doors. Think you're talking about glass that's this big? Yeah, you're it's, not. You can't. So, so I mean, what what I'm saying is, because yeah, let's pass all the laws that we want. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. but to me, really, that's just good intention. Yeah, drug laws stop people from doing drugs too. Yeah. <laughs> to me, to me, that's good intention, and that's ideal society, but. If if someone was really that mentally fucked up, yeah, you need somebody to stop them when they can, if and when they can. You need a deterrent. Yeah, um, you need you need people there. I, I I don't I don't I'm not for the argument for against gun laws. Mm-hmm. I I mean I don't even understand that. I mean you know I I really doubt that the government would want to come around and people. maybe I could be wrong. I don't think anybody would try to collect all the firearms from law-abiding citizens. But, like, I just, I just think a law only prolongs so much when you have somebody who's that Every in that s- mental state to determine to you know cause harm to other people. Every si- every single gun owner would not nobody would have a problem saying, "Hey, we want to keep the guns away from the crazy people." So we're going to have all you people that have guns. Like, if you want to buy new shit, you gotta, you got to fall under these rules. Okay, well, you're all following under these rules, so no big deal. Moving on. Right? Nobody I, care. I, I don't understand the whole scare of the government's coming for our guns. This is not right. 1776 where we need no. a militia or... But, I mean, if, if you live or you feel that you need to protect it... My friend, who he almost convinced me to, to buy a gun, he said, you, "Your father now, you're morally obligated to protect your family." Right. And, and when when you get approached by somebody in a bad situation, you pull out. You like he even recommended this is the gun to get. Pull out the gun and you shoot and you shoot to kill because right. you better off being judged by twelve than carried by six. Yeah. And, and like he he almost had me go out and buy a gun, but. You know, I know willing, like, okay, you know, you're, you own firearms and you're not respecting the law and, and regardless of what laws passed, if you had bad intentions, like, you're going to go out and do them. And, and that's no reason not to pass a law, but a law just doesn't make me feel at ease. Any safer. I think the, yeah. um, the thing about, the, the biggest big problem I have with this whole, like, you need guns for protection is you need guns for protection in the hands of well-trained individuals. So... I am not a well-trained individual. For me to get to a point where, from a dead of sleep, I could wake up 
get a gun out of a gun safe, load it, and protect my family. I think, are you kidding me? I can barely, like, learn a new trick, okay? <laughs> However, <laughs> I can be functional with a baseball load a fuck of a lot faster than I can have a gun safely stored in my house. It's our in-laws live out in the country. I know your mm-hmm. mom uses, has the shotgun when your dad's <laughs> not there. She's a grown-ass woman. All she has to do is go, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? The sound deters a lot. A lot. <laughs> but, worst case scenario, she can use that thing as a... As a <laughs> You know, yeah. she doesn't have to worry about gun safety in her house, the, I mean, like we do with small children. The, the, and the re- it's just the I'm reality not, is that if you have a pistol for home defense, you're doing it wrong. Oh, the, you know, I just like that's even even in terms of like, I think just more people. You made a great point about the deterrent. Shoplifters won't shoplift for the most part in, if there's enough good customer service. Right. There are people that and, are going to do you, it regardless, you, and there's nothing you can and, do about this. And that's, ca- that's kind of where I was trying to go people. with that. Is like, yeah. The more hurdles, the more questions you ask, the more the more hoops you have to jump through. Yeah. Not to say that you can't have it. Like, no, you can absolutely fucking have it. You just got to answer these nineteen questions instead of these four. Like, anybody that can answer those nineteen questions should have a gun. Well, anybody so, that can't so, answer all nineteen shouldn't. Yeah. So, like, what what the other thing that the other point that's disheartening to me is that I know damn well, like I've been through plenty of government systems, government programs. Um, you know, the unemployment situation, the, you know, government assistance, people who are validating anything that work for the government, really, they're not doing their job. Uh So if we we set up all these, as many checkpoints as we start to set, what's ridiculous is, if you're on unemployment, you know, I, I absolutely respect that there's a program out there to help you get back on your feet, but there are plenty of people I know who are on unemployment who are not getting back on their feet. They're just taking it as free income. And and the shitty part of it is, is that if you need to revalidate for unemployment, where you're supposed to be applying to jobs and you're supposed to be working towards getting another job, all you have to do is call in a number. And even worse than that, they're moving towards, all you have to do is checkmark on a website that says, yes, I applied for jobs. And, and the ironic part of it is, that check mark that you're marking or that 800 automated number that you're calling, that could be somebody's job of talking to you and saying, hey, where's your resume? Hey, yeah. what applications have you filled out? For, for, for us to set up more government programs to, to mark checkpoints to make sure that people are okay. Let's, let's, let's put the caveat on there of our broke-ass state and our broke-ass state government deciding to go to an automated system because it can't afford to keep people... In those jobs, like, so what? What do you do when you cut jobs? You cut the the bank, you cut the tellers, you cut the, you know, our state is so broke. Well, I don't think it's just our state. Have you been with a company where people have worked no. there a really long time? But, but, because hold on, I'm gonna make a quick point. I'll be done. If you're at a company where it's like you're, arguing with me, I know. It, 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 I'm it, still it, waiting to hear your input on this. Okay. Like, like, like you've you've been quiet so long. That's okay. Jerry's new thing is he cuts me off. Cool. Welcome to the club, dear. Like, seriously, I, I was ever, in the middle of a fucking off. sentence. I never cut you off. Yes. Uh, but people that have been with the company a long time, like the government has, because once you're in government, you don't fucking leave. If you've been doing a job for 30 years, a lot of those people are just, they go through the motions, they're not really that vested, it's just a thing with people that have been in the company for a long time, and you've been working government in the same fucking job for 25 years, you get that pension, people aren't vested, and so you know what? They were probably paying way too many people to do a job when they could hire a way fuck ton less. And then they're like, oh, I can replace you with a computer. Bye-bye. 
Right. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Now Steve can talk. Isn't it nice for nice for her to let you talk? Says the man that cut me off. Like four times. You were making a point to me that I wasn't disagreeing with. Mommy and Daddy at the dinner table. It's adorable. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so let me so, put this out there. As in Okay. Rodney, when we were talking on the podcast Peeps board, I feel like we were butting heads over something that I don't think either one of us really had a horse in the race on. I am not against people owning firearms. I'm trained to use a firearm. I'm not licensed in my state to own or carry one for a very specific reason because I do not want one. I've enjoyed firearms in the past. I love target shooting. I don't feel the need to hunt, but I know how to. Uh, I can do the same thing with my camera that I can do with a firearm. That's how my dad is, actually. My, my dad... You could lay out a deer with your camera. I sure could. That thing is fucking heavy, man. You <laughs> <lift> it. <laughs> my, my argument with, with boots on the ground is we don't even have properly staffed police forces. We do not have properly staffed schools. So trying to find a way to either budget or train or hire these people, your pool of candidates isn't going to be ideal. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the school in Florida had a security guard, and he didn't do anything. I don't understand. He had an on, there was an on-duty police officer. He had a security guard. Yeah, but he was yeah. not, he was he was an on duty. It's different than if there were five people in front. Correct, but where are you going to find those five people? Yeah. How are you going to pay those five people? How are you going to make sure those five mm-hmm. people are properly trained and vetted, not yeah. just to handle firearms, but to handle a crisis situation? Yeah. I can target shoot like a boss. When people are shooting back at you, it is a completely different situation. Yeah. When you have kids That's ranging fine. in height from two feet to six feet running around in circles scared for their lives, it is a different situation. Don't yell at me. Situation. I agree with you. He is you. passionate. Yeah, but he's yelling at me, and I agree with no, you. That's my thing is that target. unless you're properly I have trained. never yelled at you. No. So, I have. Uh, I know. I was pretty close. But no, if you don't have properly trained Let him make his point. I'm agreeing with him. And and we had the discussion a long time ago off the podcast about there being a world of difference between firearm proficiency and situational awareness. My problem with all of this is that you have the extremes of ban all firearms, melt them down, get rid of them, Mm -hmm. and you have the dare, took my job, and (laughs) take my guns, and everybody should have a gun. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. I don't see how anybody who is of a sound mind can be against the discussion of legislation. Mm -hmm. Something needs to be done. What that something is, is above my pay grade by 30 levels. I don't know what it is. I don't have the answer. But if you immediately shut down and pick a side, you're not helping either problem. You're wrong. (laughs) You're just wrong. You know, there, there's the argument for, oh, there's all these homeless veterans that are properly trained that could do this job. Well, if they're so properly trained, why are they unemployed? How many of them are mentally stable? And that brings up a whole other 
yeah. problem is that the conditioning that we go through as because this is a uniquely American problem, right? A uniquely American problem. So where do we start that process of the breakdown? You know, people. Oh, it's violent video games. I've played violent video games my entire life. I've never had the impulse to go and try and do anything with that kind of thing. I agree with you. I've played violent video games my entire life. I have like played all kinds of hunter games. Like and like I've gone hunting. I can't shoot a fucking animal. Like like and I love to target shoot. I love to shoot things. I love to like archery targets. I love to go play paintball. I love to like plink. I love to shoot big guns. But I like if I was in a do or die scenario. That's one thing, but like, like to think about just like going hunting and just killing someone, I just, I just couldn't do it. So like the whole that argument, in my opinion, I agree is like correct. Not. And and to the point of you know criminals don't follow laws. Okay, granted, but that person who if they need to buy the gun illegally can go get it has to get it from somewhere. That person has to get it from somewhere. That person has to get it from somewhere. If you can control how they are produced and distributed. You know, back when I worked at the sporting goods store, we had to do monthly serial number audits on the firearms that we had in back for sale. And, you know, I don't see how these things go missing. It's a human error or a human intention that gets us to that point and restricting the access to those types of high-powered weaponry I don't see how that can be a bad thing. Well, and these these kids that are like doing this aren't the criminals. They aren't like the the you know it's not like it's not like a gang member that or like you know that that the starts to join a gang in high school or whatever. It's not like somebody that's one of that's that and that is like them going and shooting at their school. Most of them are like overprivileged white kids. They really are, and so like they're not. It's not like they have a rap sheet of crime leading up to this. I think right. that's that's and the hard part. You it's know, like you and can't it's, just... it's the knee jerk reaction stuff yeah. that pisses me off. Like let's like after Vegas, let's mm-hmm. ban bump stocks. I never knew what a fucking bump stock was, and I worked in firearms. Yeah. So the we need to stop doing the band aid solutions that get us out. Waiting for it to, everybody's just waiting for it to blow over because nobody wants to make a call. And that's a broken leadership system. And I think that goes to the two party system, but that's just me. I just don't see, I don't see a problem with making something harder. Like anything that a crazy, a crazy person can use to do massive harm, whether it be a vehicle, a bomb, a firearm, a fucking. Potato launcher, yeah, uh, cotton candy, yeah. okay. whatever, whatever, whatever you want to do as a government to make it harder for a crazy person to get something destructive, I'm all in favor of. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against legislation by any means, but to me, all that is to me is good intention. But, but what I'm saying is, sure. so, so, and, and, and to me. Having more guards in a school is just good intentions because what are they actually going to do? You're not going to know until it's too late. Well, see, you're just basing that on the Paul Blart example, assuming that you know people are just going to be there for a paycheck. There are legitimate law enforcement people that are there to and, protect, and not I'm, just... I'm, I'm sure there are, but when we look at it 
realistically, you know, there's how many schools and how many states and how many counties and how I mean, many for instance, towns. this school, like for instance, right. this school right how, here how services long is, this community. You know, how long it. is this person I mean, going to be diligent enough to keep that up? So, until so the same finally happens. The same argument could be made post nine eleven. I agree completely. with with the TSA and the staff that was needed to be able to check airports and what they can only enter the terminal if they have a actual boarding pass. Like that, those kinds of changes were unheard of. But you know, it took a national tragedy for people to turn around and go, "Let's make this happen." So, what? I think you're saying, and, and you're saying are the, the same thing, actually. And it kind of comes together here. You're, you're not going to have a reactive person in every school that's going to be able to react to this situation. That's not going to happen. But what you can do is you can place people in as a barrier, like whether it be a people, a metal detector, whatever. You can, you can put safeguards in place to where you have to go through X, Y, and Z to make it into the building or... I believe what you're saying, like in the TSA reference, is that okay? Well, yeah, the TSA people that are there in the in the airport are going to be able to outshoot somebody that's coming in with a gun. They're not going to be able to kill them, but they're but but it's a question. It's it's a, and they may be able to, but like you, like there's so many layers, like it, it's added layers of protection. It's not a, oh well, the solution to this problem is well, I'm going to shoot him before he shoots me or she shoots me. It, it's a, no, we have to ask a question. Who are you? What are you coming in for? What do you have in your backpack? Why is this thing beeping? What's making it beep? Well, I, Why I, think, is it beeping? I think what we agree on is that there needs to be a deterrent. What we yes. we're disagreeing is is the, the means of that deterrent. Of deterrent. I, I'm, I will concede to that. I, I agree. With, I agree to that for sure. No, because that that's kind of where I, like that's where I fell. Like on, on all this is like when you sit back and look at it as a as. A, Anybody, I think anybody thinking about this one, I'm not crazy, so whatever law you want to pass to make me have to get a gun, fine, I can get a gun. And if you are going to put laws in place to make my children safer by making it harder for people that shouldn't own a gun to own a gun, great. And those people that are smart enough to get a gun, like your buddy, I'm really not worried about him. He's not the guy that's going to go walking into the school and shoot somebody. He's the guy that's going to fucking murder people for trying to fuck with his family. That's cool. Like I'm, I'm, like he he's the guy that's going to go retaliation on somebody that does something like that to a school, right? That's not the guy I'm worried about. I'm not worried about that guy. I'm worried about the fucking bananas person that like or like let's say worst case scenario, right? Let's say my son is batshit crazy by the time he's fourteen and takes my legal guns and goes and shoots up the school. So that that's my nightmare. Right, that's my fucking nightmare. Not that, not that I'm the father of the dead kid. The father, I'm the father of the murderer. Right. So what can we do to fix that? The only thing we can do is put a deep, some sort of deterrent in place. And I feel that that has to happen at the local level. What are the deterrent maybe to make that kid go? Nah, you know, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, so let me ask you this, Jared. Your fear as a father is that your son is going to wind up being batshit crazy and use your firearm. If he starts to exhibit signs of being crazy, mm-hmm. would you not get rid of that firearm? Immediately. 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 
I would, yes. Absolutely. Not, not, not a question. That'd be in my dad's house, like, yesterday. However, I can't trust other people to make the same decision. I agree. Yes, that's exactly what I would do, and I would get him counseling, and I, and I feel like I would be in tune enough to his psyche to be able to, to do that. But that's the hard thing is, like, okay, so what's the best? Like, you know, you go, okay, so, so what's all right, it? All right, so, okay, so I just, I just want to build sure, no, yeah, go ahead for the specific yeah. Florida instance. And I don't want to be morbid about this, but do you have a will? Me? Yes. No, because I have two of us. Okay. So if, God forbid, something happened to both of you tomorrow, uh-huh. then what would happen to right. that tool? To what tool? Your firearms. They're tomorrow? They would have back to my dad. Because okay. my dad's the eldest in my family, so okay. it goes back to my dad. Per my grandfather's trust. We don't even have bullets. Huh? So we don't even have bullets for it. Shells. Shells. Yeah. You know what I meant. No, but like that was willed to me by my grandfather, so so my firearms go, go to my father. Jared was fixed. Shooting blanks now. Yeah. Hooray! All juice, no seeds. Yeah. Boop. Two and done. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful. Got one of each. Yeah, no, it's, that's a good question, right? So, one. If I'm, not mis- if I'm not mistaken, this Florida shooter lost his parents and. I actually don't know. I have no idea. Or something, or was living with a relative, or. You know, had his emotional problems, and I'm I'm thrilled that you're responsible with your firearm. I am, yep. but there are circumstances that you cannot foresee. Absolutely, I mean, honestly, there's there because there is nothing that would stop Connor from getting like if he wanted to, like if he wanted to get a shell from somebody. If you, if you I'm, ter- to, I'm terrible. I just imagine you being on the couch with <laughs> right now. No, but like, like, but no, honestly, I mean, this is how ridiculous. It is. I mean, we have to think about this shit, right? Like, Connor, Connor, if you wanted to get a 12 gauge shell and put in my shotgun, come downstairs and kill me right now, what could I do to stop that? And I'm sitting here talking to you guys, having a good time, and like, we're just living life. That's just life. I mean, however, I would hope that the institution I send my children to could do something better. I'm not going to make every entry in my house a freaking metal detector entryway. I think with your house is going to know how to get past that. And, and I think I think politically we're we're kind of getting at where we stand because yeah. I'm very much local. Yeah, I'm very you know I don't want to put that in the responsibility of legislations uh-huh. and lawyers and politicians right. who or have a vested interest in. Being politicians and making money, right? I'm very much for local people with jobs, people who actively feel strongly towards this, and putting them in positions for you know friends like I have Adam in law enforcement. You know, that's a thankless job. You know, he can't get paid enough to do what he does, but he has a social obligation in his mind to protect the public from. Some of the scumbags that, you know, he happens to right. run into at work, not to talk right. about what he does, right. but, like, he takes his job as, he, he's not Paul Blart. Right. He's not a paycheck employee. He no. feels that he's there. When he's off duty, when he's off duty, he's on duty. Right. And, yeah. and, and if he came across a situation like that, and if he happened to be in that school, I would like to think that he would do the right thing. Right. So I have no objection as a father whose kids are going to be in school of having... You know, if it's a one out of five person on a five man staff, that of that one out of five people feel that way, I'm all for paying those other four people to at least stand around and kind of back that guy up. 
yeah. as opposed to a sign on the wall that says, you shouldn't do this, and I'm just going to do it anyway. You know what the real solution is? I mean, it will take time, but the real solution is we need to fucking be better to other humans. That's a huge part of it. Yeah. It's a huge fucking yeah, part. Like, how many how many people watch, watched that guy walk into the Pulse nightclub with two rifles strapped right. to his back? Right, yeah, thank you. And nobody did a damn you know, and um, yeah, it, yeah, that's that's it's, Steve. That's a great point. You know, um, I watched a little clip today. Did you guys hear about the House of Horrors in California? Mm-hmm. Okay, this these two humans, I guess you could say, had like it was over ten children in the house, like fucking psychotically tethered there because of their upbringing, and like so much so, like one of the girls escaped. And they found out, like, of the over ten children, three quarters of them were actually adults. And it, or like, because they'd been gone through so much psychological abuse for their entire fucking lives, and the other members of the family knew it. It was just a clip on one of the family members talking to Doctor Oz. It's like, well, we we weren't allowed to talk about it because, like, that's if that's how you if you grow up being molested, you don't know better. But anyways, I don't want to get on a different topic. Hold on, I'm just saying. If we're better to people, yeah, like, I'm just using it as an example. There are ways that like people know things are bad, and no one stops, and nobody says anything. Right. You know, it's just like if we're just better humans. You know, like you have everybody has a bad day, but if you're going to Starbucks and your you know your barista fucks something up, maybe not bite your head off. It's the little things yeah. that like it because if you're better to someone else, they're going to be better to someone else. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And you, is it going to stop you're... everyone? No, but it will stop a lot. You know what sucks is like I keep. For for years now, ever since we went and saw Garth Brooks in concert, yeah, okay, it it keeps bringing me back to this stupid song that he made that I hate, but I love the message of it. Okay, just everybody love everybody, like. You remember, Is it you remember shall the, be free? No, no, oh, that's the, what the, I was thinking. No, yeah. no, no. He came out with a new song oh, when we went to that tour yeah. called "Everybody Love Everybody." Yeah, it's just like, but it's it's again coming back to legalizing prostitution. That's what and I'm marijuana. saying. With your vagina. Love them with your vagina. But no, or but like, your butthole. Like, or your mouth. Or your hand. Orifice. So she's a she's an advocate, apparently. Well, you know, you're implying that it's it's men that are doing the bad things. In the the I didn't imply anything. I said everybody you love said, everybody. You said no, you said put out the vagina or some shit. No, you I said didn't. said something about vagina. The vulva. No. no. You wouldn't have sex no, with the vulva. The v. You have to pass the vulva to get to the vagina. No, you don't. Well, you yeah, know. Yeah. Do whatever it takes. You can get in the vagina without going through the... That's not how this works. I mean, you can still have sex with a vulva without going through the vagina. You could, technically. Do that. Squeeze and... Hot pocket! (laughs) Wow, that was eerily in sync. Yay, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Steve, why don't you take us out? I was talking about titty fucking, but I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quality memories. Always can. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was like, quality memory? You remember when we did that, Steve? Because it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I used enough roofies, but alright. <laughs> Note to they should call, the call them groundies. That's a good new name for them. That's the second time today I've heard of, I've heard about roofies. 
Not just those scrubs today. Oh, I was going to say, what were you guys doing earlier? I there was like, nah, she didn't hear shit about that. Lunch and pizza and balsamic vinaigrette involved. I was watching Scrubs and Jordan and Dr. Cox go on a double date with other family. And he, goes, Cox. and he goes to he goes to drink his martini. He's like, you might want to slow down. And he's like, why? He's like, because there's a roofie in it as he finishes the last one. So then Dr. Cox falls over and then... I mean, if you're going to be a doctor, that's the She says something else, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we roofie yours, too, and then she passes. What a great porn name, Dr. (laughs) Cox. She was so hot in that. She was. Oh, my God. Dr. Cox's wife in that. Jordan. Jordan. Jordan Cox. JC. It's got love between two guys. Eagle. (laughs) Why not even off? Hmm? Why don't you take us out, Steve? All right. Do su- please support all of our artistic friends, including uh, Dork County, the artwork of Nick Prohl. It's been really good lately. Yes, it has been. I haven't read any of it. It's funny. Oh, it's so Like funny. in six months. Um, I've been a very bad friend. friend. I've been you a bad friend. I, I really want to know where Lacey's going with this. You know, I, I haven't had a me thing in a long time, so I've been like out. You know there's a bar called Lacey's on the way here? There is. Video Yes, poker. there is. Has not been in there. <laughs> you know, uh, karaoke is going on right now. Karaoke. Oh, karaoke! Right I think it's a bar. It's like yeah, know, it's a video poker. Liquor bar. in the front, poker in the rear. Absolutely, it's my fa- favorite kind of bar. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's reversed. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, titty fucking. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Lick him in the back, poke him in the front. That would work too. Oh, awesome! No, think about no, 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 because there's three things on a. Never mind. Three. Well, you could lick. Think about it. Like yeah, you lick them in the butt. You could lick you their butt. If, if you're licking the makeup butt, effects of summer back. coin find and SDK <laughs> artistry. Summer coin find. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say that because we we're talking about? He licking said the coin butt? find. He lost the R. Yeah, whatever. Summer Ferrera. Forever. Be pirates. Arr. 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 The musical stylings of David Aaron Boeing and uh, Chris Moran, even though they're not affiliated with each other. Oh, and Tommy Pope. And Fuck Tommy guys. Pope. No, I'm just joking. Well, get out there and do your own thing, man. I don't want to do my own thing. I ain't got time for that shit. I got to get my degree, bro. I got shit. Oh, you have one more. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. And then always support all the shows on the Disease Network, including You're Gonna Get a Disease. Starring Adam and... Exactly. What? You're going to get a disease. I don't know. Those are guys. With Luke and Nick. Like I said, Adam This episode and... of Something Gate brought to you by Gentleman Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know what should happen. And 312. <laughs> Soon to be 911. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my fault. I fucked that up hard. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Let's try this. Let's try again. Okay. okay uh, hold on, let's be quiet for a minute so I can see when I go to edit this. So that I'm not gonna do. Let me just give it a minute. It's a really good idea for when I fuck up the winner next time. You're not helping. You're fine. Try again. Okay. Do please listen to all the great shows on the Disease Network, including You're Gonna Get a Disease. Starring Luke and Nick and Jonah sometimes. Something Gate, which is what you just listened to. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> hey, we may, we're all over the place on this one. Like, like wow. Let's talk about gun control. Comics and guns. That's got to be the title. It's, it, no, it's totally it's comics and guns. Is good. Like, I have I thought about Some, the name of this episode for like a day. Some things and comic. The gun show. <laughs> So, I got my comic gate. No, 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 let's figure it out right now. So, like, no, it can't be comic thing. gate. No, 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 no. So, it's it's some guns, comics, comics and, and guns, comic things. You're already there. Gate, because it's something gate. So, some guns. We don't we don't do the gate thing anymore. We stopped that. Yeah, we season stopped season one. That was the season one thing. Whatever. No. There's a no, Jer- there's a Jeremy thing. I'm still waiting somebody... for the hot girl episode called Christina Applegate. <laughs> but Christina Applegate's not that hot. In the nineties, she was. Christina uh, Applegate is awesome. Okay, <coughs> she wasn't on How I Met Your Mother. Not How I Met Your Mother. Don't don't tell mom the babysitter's <laughs> Thank dead. You. That is not How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> no, you fucking. How did you meet your mother? <laughs> well, see what happened was. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> if you love right. if you love Claire's humor, listen to the Vag Dialogues with me and Edgy Summer. Vulva Dialogues. <laughs> <laughs> no. The V-Logs. The vagina's still a thing, but like you're, the vagina's at this point. So if someone goes to touch you, you go, "Don't touch my vagina." That immediately makes them think they could technically touch the vulva. Ooh, so they just that can't bury their fingers in you. <laughs> what? That just means they can't bury their fingers. So in it's, you? A, it's a penetration thing. Not necessarily, but if you're gonna touch the vagina, so what's the vagina then? It's the penetration. You would have to penetrate to get to the vagina. Okay, so thank you. There you go, Rodney. You guys want to get to the uterus? You have to go through the vagina and the cervix. Mm, Cervix. Rodney, you guys ever gonna record again? Giant penis or starring in the Puerto Rican and the Filipino with two thumbs. That would be between the two of you. Um, that just happened. No, the Filipino with two thumbs. And then, of course, all of our wonderful um, and in Toxic Comics starring in Toxic Kenny, Comics with Kenny Cornfind. Did you say Cornfind? Cornfind. Yep. Is he like Mario? Kenny, Kenny. See, this, and, is, where, uh, this I, is where I'm inserting the Mario coin things in here. I'm gonna and then, uh, what are Mario's pants made out of? So, <laughs> denim, denim, denim. <laughs> so, I feel this is the appropriate time to ask you the question because I don't know if you listened to the last episode or not. No, I'm in Toxic Comics 2 no, with uh, Steve and Ken. Fuck those guys. No, our episode. Is it after in Toxic Comics 2? Because I listened to him chronologically. No, this is like, like our like last something. No, He's no. asking when we fucking did it. I heard what the, episode are you referring to? I heard the... I am referring road. to the episode that I haven't edited or posted yet. Yeah. Oh, yes, Obviously, I did hear that yeah, on your phone. That one. I hacked yeah, into I, your phone. I, I realized that I didn't do that yet. I'm sorry. So, so, much fun. The so we are hopefully, going to... Hopefully you guys haven't been playing the drinking game with us because you're fucking wrecked <laughs> by now. We've been playing good. the drinking game. <laughs> and it's awesome. So, this is gonna Rodney... This the longest ending. Rodney, <laughs> real quick... We are going to do um, Man Woman movie, but differently. In different holes? <laughs> holes. In all of my holes. What happened to the holes? That movie wasn't that good. No, not the he's talking Shia about LaBeouf. The pe- he's talking about the people who did the podcast, idiot. Yeah. So, 
Anyway, they had babies and they kind of stopped. Oh, you know how stuff happens, right? right. So what we're thinking of doing, and the way we want to go about it is... Balls and holes. Is, no, it's kind of nice, but no. Um, We're going to go with, you haven't seen what? Balls and holes sounds painful. Have you ever talked about a movie with somebody and you go, you you haven't seen what? Like, and... I haven't seen Black Panther, damn it! (laughs) Because I'm here. Mufasa dies. That was your. So our thought thing. is basically to watch a movie that with people with so with someone that hasn't seen a movie that we feel they should have seen. Like, oh, you haven't seen Pretty Woman. Like or when they when seen... they made me watch Princess Bride. Yes, you right. Seen Princess... You haven't seen what? And it was Princess Bride. Right. So we... do you think that would be a no? Or... Yeah. Would, you, would you listen to it? I would. I would listen to anything. It's because you're a whore. You're you're yeah, a whore. I'm gonna be your whore. Podcast horror. I was thinking about uh, um, bringing back, trying to bring back the uh, Dosh Drunks, but we're thinking about calling it Rum Just Happened. I'm working on it right now. <laughs> I like this Rum Just Happened. happened. <laughs> I like it. Um, I do miss the, Uchi, I, I miss the Uchi movie game. I was so good at oh, that game. Uochi Wale Wale! And the theme song was awesome. Now, truth be told, I kind of had to make that easy. It wasn't very challenging, and the, when, I made, when I made it hard... <laughs> People were afraid of it. Rodney, I guess what I'm trying to say overall is you give me one week, and we can at least put a show out every week. Combined. Like, if we put our powers combined, the four of us at this table... We can yeah. bring back Captain Planet? That we would need no, five. we need one more person. We need Hart. Because nobody wants to be Hart. I'm clearly Hart. You're not Hart! If anybody is anybody, I am Hart. You're ice! I'm, you are fire, obviously. I'm brown enough for Hart. wind. I'm wind, yeah. <laughs> you would have to be wind. I don't mind spanking the monkey. No, you would have to be Earth because the Earth guy was. Mati! That's Mati! I can pass wind. <laughs> there you go, you're perfect. So are you saying I'm Wheeler? Yes! I'm totally Wheeler. How <laughs> are you not Wheeler? If his hair were green, it would totally be Captain Planet. No. Captain Planet. He's, He's a, a hero. hero. Gonna, gonna take pollution down to zero. This is really the longest ending. <laughs> it's like the Lord of the Rings. Bad guys like you, looting plunder. It's fun to cast people. It's a good time. We're the Planeteers. You can be one too. Cause saving our planet is the thing to do. Wasn't the Asian one Looting is not, not the way. Here's, Here's what Captain, Captain Planet has to say. The power is yours. <laughs> The end. Okay. Didn't he wear a crop top? <laughs> <laughs>